What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. It is Friday. Friday. We just got paid Friday night. We back in here on a live stream on the Christmas Eve of Eve of Eve of Christmas Eve. And we back in here. I hope y'all got the day off. I hope y'all got the day off from your job. I hope y'all at least get the half a day off. Man, it's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. And man, people are getting a white Christmas. Y'all not even getting a white Christmas. Y'all freezing to death. All right, man, the undertaker came in, brother, <laughs> okay, and said, no snow, but y'all ass just going to freeze at your job. Anyway, man, they telling y'all to stay off the roads. Don't go, don't go visit your family. Joe Biden, that's right up his alley. What Joe Biden thinking about it? What, what Joe Biden think? I've done some dumb things. I'll do dumb things again. And of course, man, you, you, there will never be stopping dumb things from that gentleman. But now he's saying, don't go see your family. All right, on Christmas. So anyway, man, hopefully everybody gets their ship together on Christmas and it's not too cold. So uh, yeah, man, y'all freezing to death out here. Y'all be careful out here. Anyway, man, we got a great show today. We're going to talk about how women investigate men. Wait a minute. Yeah. How women investigate men even before you even cold approach them. We're going to use some men who teach you real game to let men understand that you are the hunted. New, 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 new world order. We've been told by these alphas, me alpha, <laughs> me alpha, you beta. We've been told about by these alphas that we hunt the women down, that we pick up a blade of grass, we lick it. We throw it up in the air to figure out where the wind blows, where that peace leave wind blows. And we find the woman and we go shark infested waters. We smell the period blood and go find the woman. We've been told by the alphas that we are the hunter, but it is the opposite, gentlemen. It is the opposite. We are the hunted. And hence, we are the prize. And we're going to show you that, man. We're going to show you that women are cold and vicious. What do I call them? And this isn't a derogatory term towards women. People think some of these things are derogatory. They just describe you. Hey, listen, we call her the apex predator. Now, there are some women who are very good FBI agents. There are some women that know you before you even know her last name. These women will study your ass put pins and, and, and pins the paper and little lines and do the whole damn, if this happened in this scenario and this and that, they apex predators, man. And they gather so much, they're very, very efficient in gathering information about you, as you can see here. And this information lets them get to decide and volunteer what they want to do. This is why we say there's no victims, there's just volunteers. Many times she's done a recon on you and she decided to steal let you go ahead and dive deep and push and shove all the way her insides to her esophagus, right? She decided that. So there's no victims, there's volunteers. She made a conscious decision to go ahead and proceed with you. And then thus later on played the victim. Well, I don't know. And he lied and all of this shit anyway. And you gullible gumps out here, 
do not even ask one question. Then you act like, I don't know how she got knocked. You knocked her up, goofball, because you didn't ask the right questions. It is, in fact, men are afraid to ask women questions, and women are not afraid to give your ass the third degree, even just getting to know you. Why? Because they need information. They need information. So we're going to talk about that as well. And I did not give you our trigger warning, but trigger warning, viewer discretion is advised. I am kicking the truth over here. I don't care what you think. Uh, you are choosing to watch this content and you were warned. And of course, this show does not promote hate or harm of any person, of any gender, relationship status, race or class or size of the woman or whatnot. I don't care about it. Look, we don't care. All right. At the end of the day, we're here to promote healthy choices, specifically for men in lifestyle, finances, and in emotional relationships. That's what we're doing over here. And do me a favor, hit the like button when you get into the building. We ain't going to do more grifting yet. But to let your voice be heard, dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. Uh, yeah, that's pinned to the live chat of the Free Agent Lifestyle channel because that channel is demonetized if you're watching. But if you're watching on the Notorious CGA channel, you can super chat over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all can super chat over there. I'm anyway, you two making a lot of money off of us today. People don't know the business of YouTube. They make money just for y'all getting on. I was listening to Charleston White break that down. And uh, they just make, they make they make money hand over fist. And they changed their policy last year where they can put ads and run ads against channels that are even not even at AdSense available and demonetize. They make money. But there's people here that want the people that are doing the content, us slaves, to not make money. But no, that's not how we do it around here. We will take a moment to grift, and this is going to be very important. This grift is going to be very important because tomorrow, Saturday, is my day off. We are definitely going to be back on Christmas Eve. Yes, my annual show, The 12 Simps of Christmas, it will probably say something like The 12 Simps of Cheesemas, so they don't put it up. And probably around noon today, I will put up the exact time that I will be on in the morning. And uh, The 12 Simps of Christmas episode, episode number 22, will be available Christmas Eve. We will be running it live in the morning on the West Coast and in the afternoon on the East Coast. And of course, I just have to warn you, this show has been banned on YouTube two years in a row so it will be stripped down immediately at the end of the show there will be now no playback unless you are on locals and or patreon so just so you know if you miss it you missed it we pulling it down because i don't want to hear shit from youtube you bitch you bitch and uh do me a favor man we will be doing potentially potentially this afternoon i will be doing my first oculus live stream on the cga got game so if you're interested I will be playing Creed. I will be boxing. Members of the Creed uh, boxing channel, I'm going to be doing Oculus Rift live streaming on the CTA Got Game channel. So if you don't know where that is, you better find it, you, you bitch. You bitch. You bitch. All right. Anyway, man, go subscribe to my other channels. And Patreon.com is where you get exclusive content. And if you want to know about the junior college, go to CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. You grifter. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, Grifta. <laughs> All right. Yes, I'm doing VR boxing. I don't know what time yet because I, you know, I'm still working the microphone and it gets me, it takes me a while to get things going in terms of setup. So it could be 
early afternoon. It could be this evening. So go subscribe to the channel, put the notifications on, and you're going to see me. Man, I've been practicing, you bitch. You bitch. You bitch. I've been practicing. Woo! Yeah, man, I've been practicing. I've been getting my ass whooped over there, too. So y'all going to see me get my ass whooped a couple times for sure. All right, uh, that's what we're doing over there. And let me pull that banner down just a little bit. Get to the earlier contributions to today's show. And we got over there. Who do we got over there? Am I getting am I getting the right people? Okay, we got Super Chat capabilities on fire over there. My man, John Angelo, says, Squashy, what's good for the weekend? Anybody know? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Mm, that's a what's up for the weekend. Gandalf, the ghetto. Gandalf, the ghetto. Shout out to the coach. And shout out to what he says. Shout out to the coach. Shout out to the coach. Gang. And remember to protect your meat, gentlemen. Protect your meat. Money, energy, attention, and time. Yes, that's what we do. That's our true value in this world. That's how we're measured. Delta Fox. Shout out to you, says Merry Christmas, coach, and Merry Christmas to all of the coach gang. If this is the last stream that you see me of this week, because I know people are busy, you're doing the holidays, <laughs> all right, and all that stuff, you're with your family, or what about the brothers that ain't got no family? You ain't got no family. You just chill by yourself. You know, man, there's a lot of people in this world that December 25th comes around, nothing happens. Shout out to those people uh, who are really, really forgotten during this time, and sometimes you can Feel quite lonely during these times. Yeah, you feel a little lonely, but don't feel completely bad. Uh, don't feel completely bad. I can understand the loneliness during this time, but don't feel completely bad. You're not alone. There's a lot of people that ain't doing shit on Christmas. They ain't doing a damn thing. Um, and and I should say this. There's a lot of deadbeat ass daddies that will not have their kids on Christmas. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's a lot of deadbeat dads will have no kids on Christmas because of a baby mama terrorist wants to dominate. You know what I mean? It's kind of one of those things. And uh, if you are that deadbeat daddy ass ninja and your baby mama terrorist trying to dominate the holidays, it's just another day. It's just a day. Don't sweat it. It's a it's a molehill. It's not a mountain. Get your kids. Have them on December 27th. You can have them on January 8th and do Christmas. Don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. That's just no, more power and control and uh, emotional terrorism that baby mama terrorists use against you. It's just another day. You can do Christmas a week before, a week after. It don't matter. Make your own damn holidays. Anyway, Elijah Bryant says, you're wrong, coach. My PU said, if, you, if, if I run the right game, she'll never be able to resist this macking. <laughs> oh, keep on grifting, yeah, bitch. Oh, man, I love yeah, that bitch. sound. Yeah, bitch. Okay, man, boy, he said this Mackin. Boy, we got another one. Hold on for a second. I got, I, I'm, I'm getting them. Shout out to everybody here. We got another one. I'm rich, bitch. He said, uh, this is Esteban Leon with the co-sponsorship. Merry Christmas, coach. Thank you for being a voice of reason. If you ever come to Brentwood, is this Long Island or Cali? Long Island, Brentwood or Cali? He says, if you ever come to Brentwood, let me know. I got some varicose vein Karens for you. So that sounds like California Brentwood. <laughs> if you know, you know. Hold up. New, 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 new world order. Gavilt the fish on everyone. All right. Anyway, he says he's got some varicose vein Karens for you. Grift, make that money. I was coding and listening to your live stream last night. Powerful. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, brother. And um, <laughs> somebody said, um, 
the, I think it's a, the Zora says, this is so true. I only heard one dating coach ever say this. He says, women are the ones who hunt men down. It's all, wait, it is all them drawing men in spider and fly. Hmm. Yes. They, every dating coaches should let you guys know. And uh, we're going to hear from other people even confirm this. Women are the hunters. You know, it's some weird shit, even in the lion community, right? They're the ones who hunt, stalk, and kill. And the king of the beast just comes in and gets the damn leftovers with the women sulking on the corner. Like, why are we letting this big ninja eat? Okay. Oh, boy. Women are the spoilers. We got Tout Noir. Wow. Hold up for a second. My man, brother. Dropping Christmas gifts. He says, or she, he says, happy holidays, coach. I am just compensating you for your value, for the value you provide. He says, got married with leverage. So far, so good. So far, so good. Stay healthy, get money, and put yourself first. Thank you, coach. Appreciate you, man. And if you don't see what's going on, man, shout out to you. Hey, the score, he's up right now. He's up right now. So hold on as long as you can, all right, and hope you signed a prenup. Yo, they on fire over here. On the Notorious channel. They on fire. I'll get over to the other ones. Castigator came in and sponsored today's show as well as Tout Noir, as well as Esteban Leon. Shout out to the good fellas doing the Broken Family Shuffle. Brought to you by the Divorce Corp. New, 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 new world order. How many gentlemen in here listening right now? How many gentlemen in here listening right now will have your kids before Christmas or after like you could just put it in the in, in one of the comment section or the live chat. How many of you guys? Because uh, there's a lot of broken home families here, and it's most primarily most homes in the, in America are broken home. How many of you guys got some shuffling back and forth of your kids for Christmas? This is absolutely insane. Or you got to go to your you got to go to your ex wife's house or your baby mama's house, or you got to do the I got them for Christmas this year. Next year they have them for Christmas. All right. We got a lot of that shit going on, man. Shout out to you, man. What what reprehensible behavior? But your kids actually get two Christmases, so it's not all that bad. And if you guys are competitive with your ex, your kids are getting just spoiled right now. Spoil me. All right. We got GS Inc. says, do you have any Christmas hoes for Debbie? Debbie Xmas. Do I have any Christmas ho, 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 yo, yo, yo? Um, I've noticed my phone the last two days. Hoes have gone radio silent, you know. They wanted some Christmas money like last week. All right. But they ain't said nothing this week. <laughs> they being good little girls for their family right now. They're being good little girls. What me? Me out in these streets? In these streets? No, I'm a good little girl. You know, they family in town or they left town. They can't be out here skeezing. Okay. DG Seymour, another co-sponsorship. I'm he says nothing though. What happened? You never, that was your chance. That was your chance. Outcast 41 says, thank you for the edutainment. And by the way, this is the best edutainment show here on YouTube. You're in here with the Bruce Wayne, ish, the king of content and the speaker of truth, the king of king, George, truly the notorious one, CGA. And I go by Mr. Coach Alini and the prognosticator, Coach Adamas. You in here, we in here. And we got another co-sponsorship. We got a sponsorship, brothers. And it's a sponsorship plus a co-sponsorship on the notorious CGA channel. They dropping bags over there. For the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund, I don't have a yob. Classy Beats, since we're sponsoring shows today, happy holidays, Coach and the Coach Gang. Good. All right, we're going to get into the show. 
since um I don't have to do any more shows now. Now they sponsoring the day, brothers. Very much appreciate it. And uh, I really appreciate it. Hey, let's get into the first episode. Let's get into two one. Let's sneak two in because this could be quite lengthy of a show since y'all got a day off from your job. And uh, this is going to be some of that doom and gloom. Yes, let's give y'all a little bit of doom and gloom. All right, let's talk about the housing market decline loading up. Is the housing market ready and primed for a steep, steep decline? Let's go ahead and take a look. Somebody shared this with me. This is courtesy of uh, uh, EncoreBubble.com. You can see here median price decline from peak in 2022 by metro area. And there appears to be a lot in the red already. But uh, you got the EncoreBubble.com price decline is how you find this map. And now, obviously, the red, this looks like the HIV map, by the way. But if you look at the red, you're seeing declines. And some of these declines are up the 23% decline in Pahrump, Nevada. All right, you got, what, 21% decline in Salinas, Los Angeles, uh, 12%. If you go back over and swing over, you got the, uh, let's see here, Green Bay, Wisconsin, 14%. Let's take Texas. We got some green here. But even the green El Paso, Texas is down almost a percentage point. Las Cruces, El Paso's cousin, is also down. New York, New York, Rest Haven, Connecticut, 10% decline and 21% in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Where's New York, New York Metro, 9%. New Jersey, no, Newark, 13% and so forth and so on. Hey, as you can see, Miami down 5%. As you can see, I saw one down 50%. I saw one down 50%. I can't remember which one it was. I was like, God dang, 36% down in Amarilla. Amarilla. Anyway, somebody said check Austin. Check on Austin, Texas. Where are we at here? Somewhere around here. Abilene, San Angelo, Wichita Falls. I'm, I'm somewhere in the wrong area. I think this is going to be Colleen, Waco. There it is. Austin. I know my geography. 19% and Austin. Did you see a 60%? I'm I'm telling you, I saw a 40%. Gainesville, Texas, 45%. Decline. Flagstaff, 21. Lake Havasu. Let me give the South some love. Where's Atlanta? 10% down almost. Anyway, interesting stuff there. And yes, yeah, best get ready. It's going down in Chinatown. Man, you better get ready for this, man. As they say, y'all ready for this? Somebody said, check Milwaukee. Is Milwaukee booming? Let me see what Milwaukee doing. Chi-Town, 15%. Milwaukee should be right up here, 10% down. All right, there's some green here, but that's even the green is just means it's less than a point. Okay, or less than two, looks like. Lubbock. Okay, I got a couple of greeny greens here, but it's still down. Even when I hover over green, it's still down. All right, but it's not down by a significant portion here. Little Rock down. Okay, Manhattan, Kansas. Who wants to live there? Damn. Manhattan, Kansas. You know it got to be damn negative 40 degrees. Two below Mississippi. <laughs> all, the, all the places that suck. Jackson, Mississippi, 15%. All right, Memphis down, 8%, 9%. Tupelo didn't even get a damn rest. They didn't register. That's how podunk Tupelo is. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Getting back to the show. We got another thing right here. We're going to do a quick follow-up story on two stories that we featured here. Uh, a story that we talked about significantly 
And that is the story of Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer, if you guys don't remember, the Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher. Um, um, the Los Angeles Dodger pitcher who was uh, accused of, of domestic violence against this Kaylee right here. All right, so this Kaylee Instagram messaged Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer took the bait, and this woman said, hey, I like it rough, and proceeded to get beat down, and he hit the, he hit the hitter here with the pile driver, and she loved it. And then she went home. They set up another, another meeting in which he says, choke me harder, choke me. You know, she basically asked for it. And then he gave her the beat down again. He gave her the clothesline from hell. Now, it got a little rough, and she got some bruises on you, and I, she got some bruises on her, and I want to show you the aftermath. This was the aftermath of it. She got some bruises, and then one of her relatives, her cousin, saw the bruising and said, what happened to you? And then she was like, well, Trevor Bauer was a little rough with me. And then the cousin then encouraged her to file a domestic violence case. Now, the, the, the case did not work in the woman's favor because even a female judge says, well, you asked for it. But Major League Baseball still suspended uh, Trevor Bauer for like 300 and something odd games. He, they still suspended him, even though he was never really formally charged. He, the charges were dismissed like twice. They went to the court. The, the courts was like, no, nah, the woman in the text messages was asking for her to be choked and beat and all that stuff. So they didn't do anything with Trevor. They didn't give any legal consequences for Trevor. But Major League Baseball still suspended him. 300 plus games, like 394 games. And they took his game money. They took his game money. They took his game money from last year, and then they'll take game money for this year. But what happened was he was just reinstated yesterday. So he was reinstated, but he doesn't get the past money. They're just going to keep his money. I think he lost $33 million. So he can play next year. Um, He can play next year, but he doesn't get paid for like the first 50 games. Yo. Now, the Dodgers have him under, uh, he just signed with the Dodgers two years ago, and they have him under contract. I don't know if they're going to release him, but he now basically can go back and play next year, and they gave him time served. They gave him 190-something games, and at that point, that's like a season and a couple of games, right? So now he can come back because they gave him time served, but now he may not, may or may not be with the Dodgers, may or may not get picked up by another team. I'm sure another team desperate enough they can pick him up, but he's probably going to get picked up, but he's not going to get paid for a first part of his season. And he lost all the money. Hence why I tell you, why aren't you paying these women when you're at this level? What happened? Where did all the men go? I am a nasty woman. Why don't y'all just pay? Look, 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 look. I know y'all manhood is synced. If I'm making what it, listen, if I know I could potentially lose $33 million, why aren't you just going to the junior college? I got money. What? Not only that, this is a random woman that he met on Instagram. This is a random woman that he met on Instagram. This wasn't a cold approach. This was a woman. This woman was did what? She hunted him down, sent him a DM. He took the bait. And then he thought he was in the position of power. Gentlemen, will you learn? Will you learn? She hunted him, as we're going to explain later, and the dating coaches are ready to try to rebuke me, but I'm smarter than you guys, and I will twist your ass into a knot and a pretzel if you think you can debate me. You can't. This is an example of a woman hunting a man down specifically 
getting what she wanted, then trying to capitalize on it, then him losing $30 million. Come on, dude. Somebody says, we're all marks. That's a mark. We're marks. And we got to acknowledge that. So when we acknowledge it, then we can tell you how to protect yourself. And one of the ways you can protect is I got money. Get your ego out of women. Get your ego off women. All right. Especially when you are a highly successful man, get your ego off of them. You need to use them as you need to use them. There's ways to do it. I got money. But do not fall for the bait. Come on. You're hunted at this point. You're not a high value man. You're a high value target. You're a high value target. And I was saying that when your boy, my boy KS was alive and people thought I was dissing him. I came up with that and I said, you're not high value men, you're high value targets. Now let's do the follow up to Vivica Fox. She is now have her panty in a bunch because remember we showed you last night about the young man that was on her show. Apparently the show was five years ago and now they're trying to cancel Vivica. But Vivica ain't having it despite the fact that she did go after Kevin Samuels, our boy. And um, she tried to insult him. But now when the shoe was on the other foot, she don't like it. So we showed you in case you missed it. She had a video from her Fox Soul show in which a bunch of women targeted and went after this son husband. It was reprehensible and despicable. But people are going after her and she clapped back. And she says, and to every single one of uh, wait, um, I think she has a typo here. <laughs> and to every single one of delusional idiots that went digging for a clip five damn years ago, I'm going to take the time to block each and every one of you trying to insult my character. Merry Christmas. And she said, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right. Uh, and it says right here, she was responding to all women who participated. This is the, the tweet that she responded to. And she, and she was tagged in it. All women who participated in the ridiculing and tearing down of a man who needed emotional support, support, Love and listening, compassion and ears. All of these women and mothers failed him. And there's more to that tweet. And Vivica took the time to clap back. But if you didn't see the video, go back and see. It was yesterday evening show. It was quite reprehensible what they did to men. And it was a thorough explanation and a breakdown by yours truly, the notorious one of why men hold back their feelings. Especially when communicating with women. Women typically use very sensitive things and information about men when they share them with women, right? We share our information with women or we reach out and say we need help and so forth and so on. And we're ridiculed, belittled, and nobody cares about us. So we talked about that and Vivica Fox took the time to clap back. All right. And I don't care about Vivica Fox. All oh, these women, they, they were reprehensible, man. They deserve to have some charges. They deserve to have some charges. Anyway, let me get to the PayPal's and the Vimos. Okay, let me get to the PayPal's and the Vimos. Did I get Vimo going? Let's get it started in here. Okay. Oh, we got we got straggling Sniggle Theater coming up. Okay. Larry Leisure says, Larry Leisure paying dues. KS was right. Winter is coming. <laughs> you absolutely right. The deep freeze is here. Good Lord. I, hey, man, protect yourselves out there. He says, I was close. I was close with the women's volleyball team in college. One chick let my homie smash Roski, then let my frat bro uh, taste the pie. 
taste the sweet potato pie the same night. Gentlemen, be careful out here. Protect yo meat. If you're a college athlete, you know, you know some of the despicable things that you have seen your female compatriots do in college. Okay, if you were a college athlete, you've seen it. You've seen it. And there were some prudes. There were some prudes. There were some girls that were really, you know, we call them creepers. And there were some innocent girls. But by sophomore year, by mid-sophomore year, not many of them were, uh, were, were prudes. But, yeah. Some of female college athletes and some of the girls, the groupies, the female college groupies of athletes, despicable stuff. They've done some crazy things. And there was a video that I wanted to share about women specifically. Again, I wish I could have used it as backup. Maybe if we have time, I'll pull it up of a dude doing street interviews on a college campus or like kind of college life nightlife. And he basically asked her, what do, what do you need to do to qualify for you? And then the woman, it was a young Kaylee, flat back, about five foot three. She was like, first thing you need to be is an athlete on campus. Mm. <laughs> All right. Not first thing you need to be is Chad. Not first thing. Well, I mean, not first thing you need to do is run game. Again, a perfect example of what you're the hunted. So first thing she was like, first things first, all the college athletes get priority. <laughs> right. I was like, whoa. And uh, that stuff men need to hear. It's not to need to hear to hate them. It's to get to understand what's going on out here. The athletes get the priority. And we know this, but now women are being able to say it. Not all women, but they're saying it. And we're like, so take this knowledge. We got quite a few on pay. Uh, blah, 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 on Vimo. No government name says, what's up, coach? The other day I was watching the show American Dad, a cartoon show by the creator of Family Guy. And the main character used the words, Work husband. I'm sure a lot of celebrities watch your show. He says, happy holidays to you, coach, and thanks for all you do. Now, I didn't come, I didn't come up with work husband, but yes, women, I think women came up with work husband. Now, you guys, you guys were so dumb and didn't realize what it was. All right. But yeah, it was her, her, um, her beta male simp orbit. Eddie says, your evening stream yesterday was spot on. My mother allowed my sister's father to abuse me because of child support to pay those bills. When I told her about the abuse, she made it about herself and told me, quote, oh, well, get over it. Who cares? I wish he deleted you. Mm. Man, that's sad. <laughs> that is sad. Yo, I'm telling you, some of your mothers have done despicable. Not all. Some of your mothers in the name of the holy child support have used you like a goddamn government mule and beat you as well, all to get through and pay child support. Now, if you ever confront your mother about this, she's going to have that same reaction. Oh, well, and the implications of this that I warned you about is this does, in fact, uh, affect generations of people because now, you don't have a relationship with your father. Then if you have kids, your kids don't have a relationship with your father, their grandfather, and so forth and so on. All because this broke bitch, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. couldn't make it through life till you turned 18. And she's now going to not make it through life. Now she's going to have to work two jobs. But in order for her to be make ends meet, she had to abuse you in your relationship with your father. This is the story of many men. 
and you grow up then hating your father or just being disconnected. This affects two or three generations. Not only that, at some point when you turn 18, you're going to need the emotional support of both parents. If your mother abused you, meaning taking you away or violated you or used you as a pawn to collect resources from the government, when you turn 18, she's going to discard you. And what happens is then your father can't support you in any way because you don't have a relationship with them. Okay. And then it happens. Then over 40 or 50 years, you're just in this, in this uh, paradox. But that was all because your mother abused the family court system. I, I swear to God, I, you can't make this shit up. And I'm the only way that could communicate this this way. Uh-huh. <laughs> the women are shuffling right now. Shout out to Eddie again. He says, luckily, I was able to break the cycle and better myself. I had to spend hours reading books, surrounding myself with better people, and learning emotional intelligence to control my emotions. I'm thankful to have found a space like this. Thanks, Coach, and thanks for sharing your story. Thanks for sharing your story. Okay. All right, we got a couple more. Man, PayPal Brothers was like, what the fuck? Like, damn, coat. All right, wait, hold up. Macaroni Tony, you ever slow Mac a heat call or a skis or floozy? He says to show her that you're different than the other guys, just for her, her to just for her to hit you with the I'm in a different phase of my life now when you make a move on her cookie. All right, yeah, that's the typical move of a guy. Uh, you predatory men use low-level game Mac operatives, what you do is you find easy targets. But then what you'll find out is when you go flow to easy targets that she sees you as a pure big old wide mouth gump. All right. And so you know she been getting hit, right? I know a couple of friends that hit that. And then you pull up and then she hit you with the, um, I don't think so. That's when you realize that your wide mouth ass gump ass ain't a true Mac. When she shut down shop on you. Okay. <laughs> All right. And you really mad. You gave the homie some. Yeah. Them soft target ass. Okay. I'm gonna go for the soft targets. I know. And then the floozy, the skeezer shut you down. Oh my God. What? You really got an ego bruise. <laughs> you know who you are too. You know who you are. I'm looking right at you in the camera. You know who you are. You soft targets out there. You Oh, the homie got you. I know the homie got it, and a bunch of my homie's friends got it. And then you go in there and try to get it. <laughs> Shut your ass down. <laughs> That's what you get for trying to hit soft targets. Because then you realize you a stupid gum. All right. Anyway, Mr. Bennett says I needed a hero. And, oh, who is this? And that's you. And that's you. All right, PayPal. Let me give two PayPal loves, and then I got to get back on. <laughs> ladies be shutting down that that's when you realize you okay fat albert sit down <laughs> all right you know you ain't got no game out here okay 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 we got so no government name we got three i'll hit three no government name let me click on it he says uh you know we love you coach but you have been on fire i've been on fire coach this whole week last night was an instant classic he says, I pray, I pray you keep this energy when Nova comes back from vacation. Happy deadbeat holiday, brother. No, Cuomo. Yeah, Nova's presence, Nova not being here has allowed me to go in a little bit more hardcore and take my time. Ladies, you love when I take my time, don't you? You don't like to push and shove all the time. Jarrell Boston, original coach gang member, my tuition for the coach gang. Send in your dollars to the coach, fellas. Get the likes up, stay free, stay debt free. 
Stay invested, stay traveling, spread coaches' videos. Coach Gang and the free agent stand up. Shout out to the original Coach Gang member. And then I'm going to hit one more and we're going to get right back at it. And do me a favor, hit the like or I'm going to have to get belly deli on y'all. You're going to have to get belly deli. That's just the thing, man. Okay. He says, uh, he says, Newski says, stop worrying about these man-made holidays. They are made up for you to get into debt and be a consumer. Christmas is whenever I want it to be for me. You're absolutely right on that one. And look, we're not trying to be the Grinch. We're not trying to be Mr. Scrooge. But at the end of it, you realize what it is. And if you can't accept that, I don't care what your normie ass says. Okay, straggling Sniggle Theater. Here we come. Oh, man, the black community in the next three stories is going to take a little bit of a lump. Joe, so just be prepared. Get your, get your, you know, let me just put this up right now. Uh, the black community, the Negro community definitely is going to frown upon my shenanigans for the next about 35 minutes to an hour. So I just want them to know all the Democrat fish fries. And all of these, uh, you know, bootlicking real true Uncle Toms of the world. Y'all going to be mad as hell at me. Look, viewer discretion is advised. If you want to turn it off for about the next hour, I'm going in on the community. All right. I'm going to be nice. I don't call names, but it is what it is. Yeah, man, this is going to be vicious. Uh, Straggling Sniggle Theater. We're going to go to uh, apparently there's a church group that went, you know, post evening service. <laughs> they went to the Golden Corral and uh, <laughs> oh no, they went to the Golden Corral. Wait a minute. Why is this all blurry? OK, so as you can see, they definitely look like they came from church camp or something. I don't know where they came from. What is this reprehensible? It's cold out there, too. So apparently they went to the Golden Corral and uh, 50 people came to the table ordering up lemons, free water, pitchers of water and sugar. As you know, they were going to make their own lemonade at the table. They said, can you bring the whole big bag of C&H? Now there's table sugar there. No, we're going to need a little bit more sugar. No beverages, no soft drinks, no alcohol was ordered. Only big part. Of <laughs> All right. So um, anyway, I don't know why people go to these restaurants with 50 people. Why do you go to a place like this with 50 people? This is just absolutely reprehensible. So anyway, apparently what happened was, and so you can get the backstory in a little bit of context, 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 context. A massive group of Golden Corral patrons attack a table of diners because their steak, a table of whites, the white. Okay, so they attacked the table of white people because their steak was served to them first. Management tried to explain that they ordered the steak very rare, so that's why the white table people's steak came out first. It didn't matter. All hell breaks loose. Now, let me just say this. If you come with 50 people and I come with two people, let me just explain restaurant economics. Somebody in the comment section is going to say I'm wrong. If you come with 50 people and I come with two people, my our two entrees are going to be done and they can present them to the two people there. But if there's 50 people, they don't want to serve two of the 50 people. And then there's 48 people waiting for their food. They want to kind of wait and serve everybody together. Or then somebody's food is going to get cold and then they're waiting. You know, it creates an odd scenario. So when you come in larger groups, restaurants tend to wait till all the people or the majority of people's food is ready so we can present it. I'm going to come out with one table of food you know what i mean instead of coming out extra time 
You got to do this. So this is what happens. People don't understand basic economics. But you know what I mean? And then they want to argue with me in there. Well, no, you don't get your house taken away if you don't pay your taxes. Then this kind of like, oh, my God, just you're not right. But in this context, this is appears to what happened. Right. Let's go ahead and show you what's going on, man. Listen. OK, let's show it right here. Play, play the video. Okay. Yeah, this this definitely appears like a post church uh organ post church thing going on. Let's play it. Oh man, this is this is sad to see. This is somewhat sad to see that people are going to this length. I mean, that is a massive group of people to go out to dine with. There's barbecue in there. Oh, there's barbecue in there. Hey, listen, that is too many people to go out to dinner with. I mean, that is not that this is almost should be somewhat illegal <laughs> to go out with that many people at once. You know what I mean? I don't even know, man. This is this a little bit. This is a little bit sad. Let's go ahead and play it. Okay. Uh oh. There's a little sniggle. Uh oh. Who this? Uh oh. <laughs> the straggles have showed up. All right. The young straggles have showed up. Man, I don't even know why. Man, I would have left. I would have left. I would have been like, oh, hell no. They ain't about to embarrass me. Hey man, who people is this? Who people is this? This this is not the way you function in the proper public setting. But wow, it is Golden Corral too. Oh, I can't take people nowhere. <laughs> is Golden Corral a buffet? Really? Uh oh. What? Okay, so it looks like one of the white folks stood up on the table, <laughs> stood up on the table and picked up one of the uh, booster sit chairs. Oh my goodness! Oh, oh no! Shit. Oh shit! Oh shit! Damn, Enrique and Rosalinda are out of there. Was that Dr. Umar? Dr. Umar, I saw you. Let's go back. Dr. Umar, what is that doctor? Let me see here. Let me get my glasses on for a second. Let me put my glasses on. Dr. Umar, let me see something. I let me see. I think 
Dr. Umar. And that's you. You got some explaining to do, brother. Let me see. If I look, my glasses tell that look like Dr. Umar. And that's you. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Let's continue. Hey, um, man, that's an L. That's a common community L. Common community L right there. I mean, you can't be mad. You can't be mad. I know I'm shuffling today. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, what is there to say? I'm the candy. There's no need to even break down the video. What do y'all want? You know what I mean? Like, what do you want? Who thinks this is good behavior? Who thinks this was called for? Hey, they got their steak before us. You're in there with 50, 11 people. My God. All right, man. That's terrible. And I know somebody was like, you didn't hear the context. What, what was the context? We already told you the context. Okay. Somebody slapped somebody. Absolutely reprehensible. All right. Do we have another straggling signal? I think we have another straggling signal. Oh, we do. Gentlemen. Nasty boys and wait, oh, not that's nasty. not just nasty boys. Deacon Clapcheek has appeared to have opened his own church. Let's go ahead and give De Deacon Clapcheek. So you can see him here in the corner. You see him here. All right, Dirty Mac and Deacon Clapcheeks has opened a church in Atlanta, y'all. And you can come as you are. And the story is the 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 uh, you can probably find it on Patreon. Look, you can find the church on Patreon. Deacon Clapcheeks. Is in here. Let the church say amen. Yes, Lord. Sister. Hold on for a second. <clears throat> Sister, you've been on, on my mind. <laughs> the New Glow Baptist Church located in Atlanta, Georgia. And apparently there's milkers in there. Okay, what is going? Look at these sisters. Goodness. They got them things sitting up nice. Yeah, want to bite. Yeah, I want to do you right. Yeah, all night. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Baptize me. Baptize me. Lord, is this a church? Actually, they using the Lord's name in vain. They are in a, what appears to be churches with them tatties out. Woo. Goodness, shower me with your love. Shower me, dude. I've been telling y'all a long time, man. The Jezebel spirit is alive and well. You know what I mean? The Bible has told us that we should not go here, y'all. The Bible has told you we should not have certain people lead the church. We have told you the church has lost its way, the church has lost its way. Now we got hoes in the church, Jezebel's in the church. And this looks like the pastor's wife is even in on the game. Deacon Clapcheeks is here serving up the young girl. Oh, my, 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 my. 
Stacey Abrams approves. They're going to have a Democratic fish fry down in the basement after service. Mm. Pastor Poke Chop. Pastor Poke Chop and Deacon Clap Cheeks with their church. Everybody give a little praise offering for the women out here with the big milkers. All right, Lord, Lord, Lord. Hey, man, we are in full de-evolution. If you have not known, you ain't listening to CGA. We in full de-evolution. We returning back to the original times. We almost had sticks and stones at this particular point. We're back to caveman and prostitutes. That's what we doing, y'all. And if you think I can save the world, I cannot. We gone. The devil presides over us now. We are back in the Sodom and Gomorrah days. And you waiting. If you're a religious person, you waiting for the Lord. Cheese himself to arrive down on a winged horse, holding a thunderbolt. And he's going to come save you. Or it's Thor or Zeus. I don't care how you believe in. But boy, when it comes to the community, it's over. Hey, ain't no coming back, guys. I don't care what y'all think about the community. Community done. Community is done. Okay. I just gave a whole bunch of people enough. Y'all going to be following these women. Oh, boy. This is reprehensible behavior. Goodness, goodness, goodness. Thanks, man. Straggling Snigle was off the chart. Back in the day in the Kojic churches, they tell you, you going to hell. You going to burn forever out there. But now... They don't tell you you're going to hell. They bring hell to the church. Mm. <laughs> oh, man, church, check in. Where's Minister Jap's organ when you need him? Minister Jap, give us your organ for a minute and let the church check in. We got another brothers in the super chats, okay? We got DG Seymour. What's up, coach? Going mo mode for a few years. No, he only said it for a year. So I can run up this page and go back to Panama in Colombia with more leverage and options. Yeah, dig. Shout out to the coach gang. Yes, guys, you got to pull yourself off the market. Got to pull yourself off the market. These these coaches be like, no, no, don't quit. Don't quit. Nope. You got to pull yourself off the off the market. Build yourself up. Uh, get your get get what you need for yourself. Then you can come back at any time. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. With the sponsorship, love you, coach. Pause. The free agent lifestyle remains undefeated and is undeniable. Merry Christmas to you and your family and have a, uh-oh, a vuva cli. I can't even pronounce that, but have one on me and I'm going to look it up. I need a drink. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Enigma WPG was loving the dark side on my Europe trip last week. Oh, boy, I'm going to have to do one of those too. Respect to you and your advice. He says... Even the Eatles was doing its thing. Okay, LOL. Merry Christmas to you, Bachelor at 50. Hey, uh, so the, yes, you know what I mean? I know, I'm sure in Europe, you went to some places where the Eatles took control. Wow, y'all guys are presenting me with some great Christmas gifts. I appreciate you. We got a Cito Rusco, another sponsorship. And there's a hater. There's a hater watching this show right now. You know, like I'm lead attorney. You know, lead attorney be getting 300, 400. He got an old... A uh, uh, pretty feet Puerto Rican chick throwing dollars at him. Ninjas being there hating, watching the show, looking like this the entire time. They like, look at this shit. <laughs> look at this shit. <laughs> Shout out to the lead and whoever that pretty feet Puerto Rican chick is that he be having on this show. All right, it's Cito Rusco with a sponsorship. He says, him a grifter, 
him a metaphile, him a virgin, and him the notorious one in the building. He says, thank you for a great year, Coach. Happy holidays, Coach Gang, and we doing this. And we doing this. Yes, indeed. Thank you, man. We got Soldier for God, one of the best guys. He, He comes with some great info. He says, but Coach 304s go there to baptize their body count. Mm. Shout out to them. You know, they got to do what they got to do out here. Okay. 304s are useful. Lawar Moore says, wow, never thought I would see Dr. Umar at the ghetto corral. The ghetto corral. The ghetto corral. Wow. Chief 4ST. He drops a bag. I'm and he didn't say nothing, though. Yo, that was that was your chance. That was your chance. You dropped the bag. I was going to highlight whatever you said, brother. But thank you for that support. And let me do. I'm going to finish up PayPal because PayPal brother's been waiting. Thank you guys for these Christmas gifts. All right. I've been I've been very appreciative of your support over this year. And this was a big year for me. And I think 2023 is going to be a bigger year. We're going to call you MF Jones. He says, excuse me for my absence. Been working overtime at the job, stacking that paper. So I couldn't watch the Sun Husband stream last night, but will after work for ammo in case of an argument on my upbringing. Take this as a tithe and give me that. I'm rich, bitch. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> and he wants. It's barbecue in there. He says, plus atheist or not, happy blessed holiday. Yeah, man. I, I, I know. Uh, if you study many of these holidays, they are, you know, people will call them pagan, but many of these holidays are adaptations from previous holidays from previous civilizations. I don't want to get into it, but many of them mimic previous holidays that people um, uh, celebrated as either passages of of um, a seasons, um, astrological reasons, mythical reasons. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things. These holidays didn't just pop up due to Christianity and Catholicism, but we tend to attach them to them for the meaning that we want it for religious meanings. But many of these holidays are duplications of previous holidays celebrated by previous civilizations. But anyway, you guys don't, you guys don't know this because you're a normie. And then you're going to be arguing with me in the comment section. That's not true. (laughs) Many of them are based on astrology, pure astrology or seasons and or mythical characters or Amen Ra. <laughs> but if it makes you feel good, feel good. All right, Normie. <laughs> I listen, I ain't shitting on you either. If you're waiting, you know what I mean? We celebrating the Lord's son's birthday. That's what we doing. All right. That's what we doing today. Have at it. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I'm not trying to take it away from you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I'm a little too red pill for a lot of people. I can celebrate. I can. Wait a minute. I can celebrate Christmas with the best of us. And I did with my kids. I liked. Wait a minute. I can't. I got to be careful what I say on YouTube about Christmas because they will take the stream down. Okay. Thomas P says, coach, let the coach gang know how many cold approaches you're doing this weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? (laughs) How many cold approaches I'm doing? Um, I don't have to do much. I just have to set money out. And over the next 48 hours. No, 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 not 48. Over the next 24 hours, women will be doing some desperate things to get their kids some Christmas presents. And I'm going to be right there. Hey, uh, you need any last minute funds? 
you need any last minute funds at all, you know, you need to buy that. Hey, just take your just take your shopping cart, walk around Target and Walmart. Go to the toy section and walk around and look at all the women sitting there doing this, looking at toys. And they doing this. They like, damn. Damn. Walk up to her and be like, I see you're looking at that toy there. Looks like you're deciding between that one or that one. Could it be possible that you want both of those? Yes. I think you need both of those toys. Your daughter or your son will love it. As a matter of fact, I think I can accomplish that. I think I can make that happen. Would you mind walking outside of the store and let's discuss. <laughs> let's discuss how those needs can be met. I'm the man for to do this for you. And I, I care about your children. I care that they have a wonderful Christmas. We can take care of that for you. <laughs> Yes, I'm evil. I'm evil. I'm a plain and evil man. I know, I know. I'm George, somebody says, what are we doing here? He says, hey, coach, help me out. I'm 52, 5 foot 8, 150 pounds. I look 42, have a successful Baba shop. Beautiful home. I own five acres. On your home, wow, he says, and can't meet a woman to save my life on SA and SB. Can't even get a reply back. Wow, he says, how do I get my game on? I got six figures, too. Own a Chevy truck, an Acura, a Kabuto golf cart, and I'm doing well. Oh, my goodness. Look, do me a favor. Uh, do me a favor. Reach out to me, please, please, please. Coach Greg, and this isn't game, but we got to figure something out. All right, Coach Greg, Coach Greg Adams at gmail.com. Ladies? Uh, ladies, there's ladies here right now listening to me like, damn, I need some Christmas money right now. Okay. Mm. Yeah, hey, there's some ladies that need a couple of dollars right now this week. Ladies, speak up. Or let hey, speak now, forever hold your peace. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know you need somebody. Don't, hey, humble yourself on the side of CGA. Okay. Or in the sight of CGA. Humble yourself in the sight of CGA. Yeah. Okay, you we know you need some help out here. You know what I mean? Don't be so you ever see for sisters, <laughs> sisters to be walking by you, you know what I mean, with all that confidence. You know, you know the look, brothers. Listen for a second. Let's talk about what the sisters do. Where they see you, this is an indication of you've already been measured way before she you even see her. So she saw you pull up, she saw me pull up and park in the 911, right? She saw me park. I get out of the car. Her pride cannot let her bow down into submission and humble herself in the sight of CGA. She can't do it. She knows she's disqualified. She knows she can't measure up. She knows she got nothing for this. So what does she do? She walks right past me, no acknowledgement, chin up, and they'll look the other way. Like what? Mm. Now, women, what the fuck is that? You see me. And you know I can change your damn life. You know you broke. And then they proceed to hop in that broke down ass, rusted, primer grade Nissan Altima. And she can't even roll down the crank window. The look, the pride of women, your pride. You talk about male ego. 
Your pride is despicable. What you should be doing is saying, can I take a knee? Yes, I'll take two knees. I'll sit down Indian style in front of you and sing to the mic. Take me, save me, save me, daddy. Daddy, what can I do? Get him, daddy. They jump in that shit. They cock ring, 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 clank, 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 muffler clanking against the undercarriage, driving, clank, 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 clank. brakes just screaming, scream. Window all dirty and shit. You like what? What? Are the, where are you going? They go back to they damn crumb infested carpet. Crap the Captain Crumb's crumb infested apartment. Two baby daddies. And then was prideful in the presence of the King of Kings. Your pride is despicable. Now, I could have gave you 20 bucks. You could at least got some gas in your car. Check engine light on. Gas under the E. Gas under the E. You driving in neutral downhill to save gas. And you got the nerve to tip your nose up at CGA. The pride. And then when you see me with Rosalinda, then when you see me with Kaylee, you got a nerve. You flip your weave backwards at me. You flip your wig back like, uh, he don't deserve me anyway. <laughs> Transmission just a slipping. She hit the brakes and the car goes slip. And she got the nerve to poke her nose up at me. Girl, you should be coming and humble yourself in the side of CGA and say, Lord, bless me for this opportunity that this man has presented himself in front of me at this very moment. And I'm going to take the time to humble myself, introduce myself and kill my pride. Check your damn ego at the door when you in CGA right now. You in the presence. You in the presence of the King of Kings on C on YouTube. Not not. You know what I mean? I know the religious King of Kings. You in the present. So bow down. But they don't want to bow down. That ego. That pride. Pride comes before the fall. And I know you're saying that to me as well. But where's my where's my fan remote? <laughs> okay. It's heating up in here. Okay. Let's get back to the show. Okay. What do we got here? We got, uh, if a woman doesn't help you during your struggle, she doesn't really love you. Okay. Here it is right here. Let's go back to this story. This is a great story. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to make this a little bit larger right here. Okay, so this is, I don't know if this is a skit. I know somebody might say it's a skit. I don't know why people record people like this. And then you're like, oh, it's true. But this appears to be a woman. And it says right here, why are females so tight with money? And then they're saying she's not marriage material. This is presented on someone's page. Let's get a couple of uh, minutes of this. I'm telling you right now that I won't. Oh, wait a minute. Let me let me refresh it so we can get the full video here. Let me get the volume. Paying all the bills in this house for the past year. I've been paying every bill in this house for the past year. You know what I'm saying? I told you my hours are cut at work. Can you go 50-50 with me? So I get back on my feet. Can you go 50-50 with me? What's what's wrong with that? I can't. What you mean you can't? I have to use my money for my photo shoots. Like you already know. Man, your money for your photo shoots, man. I'm telling you right now that I lost hours at work. I'm you saying, a like, job. I understand if you lost hours, you could go pick up hours somewhere else. Like, you ain't work all day? You ain't work all day? I mean, how else are you going to pay the bills? Man, how about you go 50-50 with me? What's wrong with that? I'm telling you, go 50-50 with me for about six months to a year if I get on my feet. 
Once I get on my feet, then I'll pay all the bills in the house again. I've been doing this for the last past year. I know, but I just, I can't. I ain't been able to save no money. You got money. So I'm telling you, let's go 50-50 on these bills. I can't. Man, I've been paying. Okay, so it appears that, uh, I, I think this is what people would constitute as a social skit. Uh, but um, it does offer the, us the opportunity to have the conversation that many people can can relate to this clip. Women can relate to this clip and men can relate to this clip. And I'm sure there's some division on opinions. I find these skits to always be black community skits. Maybe that's the ones that come to me. I don't see. I guess I do see white folks doing it. I don't know. I, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't think they go as viral when white people do it. So it tends to be these very low uh, indicators, meaning the black communities arguing typically on some low vibration shit, like some really low vibration shit where it should be apparent. Okay. I hope you out. You help me like other communities are way past this, but we seem to be stuck in neutral or kindergarten on relationship shit where we can't just even meet on the beginning. Oh, pay for date. Oh, support me when I'm down. It, it's sad, but, uh, here it is right here. This woman, let's go ahead and break it down. This, this man is asking, um, instead of going free agent and dumping her ass, that would have got you back on your financial position. You're trying to keep the woman when you're at a low point. This is going to ruin your self-esteem, and she's going to ruin you, and she's doing it. So she's basically saying, I don't want to help you pick up. And essentially, she's saying, I really don't love you. This is, I really don't love you. I was only using you as a utility because you were paying for things. This gives confirmation to the people who believe that. And people are saying she's not wife material. Obviously, she's not. She doesn't present herself as much as wife material. She's in it for herself. And she's then prioritizing her photo shoots, her OnlyFans, her Instagram, and so so forth, her hair glue and eyelash glue. So this is obvious that they don't have a relationship. He thought they had a relationship. She has a host, right? Mm. He thought he had a relationship, and she thought she had a host. Now, because the parasite loses the host, the parasite must leave the host. And the host then tries to figure out, I'm sorry. Yeah, he tries to figure out the dynamics. Well, what does that mean? How come you won't help me, girl? And he's negotiating with her. Now, this is the guy that doesn't have leverage anymore and thus leveraging options is your only hope in this situation because game does nothing from you. You can't now turn this relationship in which you were a supporter into a 50-50 relationship. Just like you can't become masculine after you've been effeminized in a relationship. You've been emasculated. You can't return that over into a masculine. What you do is get rid of the girl. You get rid of the relationship. You dump it and you start over. Or you dump it and you go monk. You dump it and you go free agent. You dump it and you get your passport. Okay? This will alleviate all the heartache and pain. This will be the heartache and pain alleviated. She's using you. She's a user in this situation. Now, for women in this situation, you'll speak from her perspective. Yes, I'll try. She's in a situation where she didn't have to pay for anything. Now she's being forced to rebudget. You don't put her in this situation with no notice. Okay. Women are already kind of in a financial rift. They're already kind of, they're already kind of just living very, very, very um recklessly and dangerously financially. So now you're telling her without notice to shift her budget when she's probably planned to buy bundles of hair over the next six months and she's saving nickel and diming and turning tricks to do this. 
So you're putting her in a bad situation. I would just imagine if some if she did that to me, I would be like, what are we talking about? Um, we you came in being 50 50 and an equal partner. Now you're dumping uh, your life in, into my. No, I wouldn't do it either. So I would I think her position is actually right. Although we're now figuring out, oh, these women don't love us. They're just parasites. Yes, they are. That's the dynamics of relationships. <laughs> yes, they are. They need you at the end. And if they can find her a big old wide mouth bass ass gump ass dude, they will. And they will sit up under you. For as long as you're supporting them, this is called marriage. That's what marriage is. All right. She fell out of love with you long time ago. She's lost respect for you long time ago. Many times she has cheated on you long time ago. Now, when you find out this will be four years in the making, <laughs> then you'll try to work with your marriage counselor to peel back or turn back the hands of time to find out where you messed up. But she didn't leave. She sat up under you. And she came home and she just gave you the silent treatment. She said, you know what I mean? Are you serious? She said she smelled like a bag of onions. You know what I mean? All, a long time ago. Where is it? I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. So, yeah, your white guys. Listen, women don't leave relationships. This is what I'm here to educate you about. If you're supporting them and paying the dime and you're the host and she can consume off of you. She ain't going nowhere until you figure it out. Then when you figure it out, you're going to try to figure out and turn back the hands of time and see where things went wrong. When you find out things where it went wrong, guess what happens? She's going to say, well, I fell out of love with you three years ago. Then you're going to find out a whole bunch of shit happened during that time. And then you're going to realize you've been hosting her for about three years and she ain't had shit to do. She ain't more shit to do with you, but she wasn't giving up that pay. They don't leave. They only leave by the time you figure the shit out. Then they might leave. But then what they do is then what we call they hand the scissors over to you and then make you do the cutting or they just go to the family court. And so this is what he found out. He found out, damn, she ain't been in love with me for how long? Let's go ahead and listen. Play it. Play it. I've been paying all the bills in this house for the past year. I've been paying every bill in this house for the past year. You know what I'm saying? I told you my hours are cut at work. Can you go 50-50 with me? So I get back on my feet. No. Can you go 50-50 with me? What's, what's wrong with that? I can't. What you mean you can't? I, I have to use my money for my photo shoots. Like so she basically says, yeah, I don't love you. I ain't love you. <laughs> what you talking about? Hit the like button for me while you're watching this show. Yeah, I ain't love you. I don't love you no more. That's what she said. Like you already know. Man, what I'm, like shoes, man. I'm telling you right now that I lost hours at work. So, uh, by the way, I when she says you know what you signed up for, she's absolutely right. Uh, this again, where it shows you you're the hunted when we get to it. You already know what you signed up for. You know what type of woman I'm in. I'm a woman that goes, I'm a pay for play. I'm for pay, I'm for pay for play. I got money. And you've been doing it. You've been cooperating and so forth and so on. And she didn't have to do nothing. Who? I hope they don't. I hope this is a skit. Who lives in a room with these pink ass walls? <laughs> what the fuck? With pink sheets and pink. I hope he does not sleep in that bed. Let's continue. I'm you saying, a like, job. I understand if you lost hours, you could go pick up hours somewhere else. Like, you ain't work all day? You ain't work all day? I mean, how else are you going to pay the bills? Man, how about you go 50-50 with me? What's wrong with that? <sighs> Just get rid of the girl. You can't afford her. Just get rid of her. I don't know what the problem is. 
This is an easy one for you, gentlemen. When it comes to the free agent lifestyle, this was too easy. Uh, looks like your time is up here. Rory, bye-bye. I'm telling you, go 50-50 with me for about six months to a year until I get on my feet. Once I get on my feet, then I'll pay all the bills in the house again. I've been doing this for the last past year. I know. The last past year. Oh, but I just, I can't. I ain't been able to save no money. You got <laughs> There you go, guys. Look, the secret's there, guys. If you can't save money and you're with the chick, there's one thing you can do to start saving money asapidly, and that is get rid of the chick. Put her out. I bet you money will start piling up right there on your damn doorstep. I'm rich, bitch. Young men don't know this. I Once I figured this out, I actually put this in the book for Age of Lifestyle. Guys, you don't save money with women. <laughs> you don't. And, they don't, and this, these type of women today, they ain't trying to put money in your pocket. So if it does get tight, they they trying to get rid of you. You know what I mean? But they will, they'll let you, oh, by the way, they'll let you go into de debt and bankrupt yourself. They'll let you go into debt and bankrupt you. And she don't give a F. Soon as you're bankrupt, she gonna go. She don't care. Guys, stop thinking women care about you in this, on this aspect. There's too many research. There's too much research. Hypergamy, monkey branching, beta male orbit. There's too many theories that men have come up with that is somewhat provable. Um, divorce, child support. Please stop, gentlemen. Got money. So I'm telling you, let's go 50 50 on these bills. Nope. I can't. I Man, I've been I can't, meaning I won't. And trust me, she don't have to. She's not that, she's not that ugly. She's a little straggle for me. She's not that ugly. She'll find another sponsor in no time flat. And you she'll find another sponsor before you find a job. <laughs> Dude. Wow, guys, man. Wake up. Wake up. Game dude says run game on her, right? There's a game, guys. Like, no, nah, man. See, what you do is you get your masculine frame out. Mm. No, what you do is replace her. That's what you do. Well, we got a whole bunch of people that have uh, sent cash apps, some of them pending, and some of them major sponsorships. Thanks for blessing me on Christmas, gentlemen. I might be able to buy a steak today. All right, shout out to Double A. Mr. Allen says, happy holidays, coach. In these streets. In these streets. Okay, your boy Scoop says, TGIF, Merry Christmas, Ninja. We'll call it Ninja. You bitch. Okay, we got a sponsorship. We got major sponsorships going on all over the place today. Wait a minute. I got to get the right button out. I'm rich, bitch. All right. Peace, quiet, and freedom and respect. My man, Roderick Miller, drops in a major sponsorship if you're really new. But the private detectives are watching. Private investigator watching that. Snitch. All right. This ain't no y'all. All right. My man, double sponsor, King of Spades, drops a double sponsorship. Ninja's watching like this. I'm rich, bitch. All right, it all comes back. All right, he says, time for me to sponsor at least one show in 2022. Merry Christmas. You sponsor two shows. Your sponsors tonight as well. All right, I am. Say shout out to my favorite African-American over here in New Year's Eve at Hong Kong's. TJ, I'm not sure what TJ is, but he says free agent lifestyle for life. And he says, I'm the favorite African-American. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? 
You know what I'm talking about? Loud Pocket says Christmas by humbug. All right. Yes. You guys, you don't have to celebrate Christmas. I feel you, man. Anyway, we got some pending and I'll just go ahead and read them. New job. This is from Javon. New job where I can pay all the bills and the wife still. I'm not sure. What, oh, the wife still complains. I don't help with the two year old, but chose to work. Gentlemen, that is called the bait and switch. That is called the will we talk about this? I'm not happy. <laughs> so the guy got listen, this is the trap of relationships. Do you hear this? So, yeah, you this is you can't win. You can't win. Dude, this is the catch 22. This is why I warned you about buying houses with women because oh, I want a bigger house. I want the better house. I want the house in this area. And then that's just going to lead to your divorce or your fractured marriage because that's going to mean you're going to have to work more hours, but you're bringing in more money and she's going to be happy for about six months. And then after that, she's going to realize, oh, shit, I got the, okay, I got more money, but he's not helping out with the kids. He's helping out with the kids. I got to pick up the slack. Then she's going to say, yeah, but I have to work, but I make, I make enough money to support us. You don't have to work. So I can focus on my career. And then she says, but I want to work and I want my own money and I want to build my own career. And then guess what? Then she's going to complain that the white, the kids can't be taken care of and you can't help and you ain't help. Dude, guys, when you unpeel and unpack this shit, you can't win many times. You can't win. You get caught in a catch-22, and women don't, unfortunately, our nature has, our nature or our evolution has provided us men with a sense of looking long-term. Like, we can look long-term 10 or 15 years, and we, we tend to look long-term and plan our lives out for 15 years, Right? Women don't. They go day to day to day to day to day. <laughs> and so today they feel like, oh, it's great if you had a better job and a promotion and more money. You get it. Then the next day, cause and effect happens. Then reality shows up. And then they go, wait a minute. This is unfair. You're not helping. And then you're like, well, I was helping, but we were broker. But now I got a promotion and I make more money and I support us all. But, 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 but you're not helping. And then you go, okay, well, I'll help. I'll leave job. I'll leave my new job early so I can go help. Then you get fired from your job. Well, you broke and you ain't helping. Or you can say, well, you can work less. You can take care of the kids now that I have a promotion. Yeah, but I want to because that's not fair because I want to have a job. Bruh. I don't know what their insight is. And I, I attribute it to our evolution of that men have been, typically been the creators and the thinking out and providing security, building an army, building a fort, building... Like traditionally, we have that hardwire into us, so we look further. They just look day to day to day to day to day. So nothing makes sense when you're doing that. This is why spontaneous is their favorite word when they're dating. I want a man that's spontaneous. You're too serious. We should have fun. Sometimes we should just recklessly spend $1,000. And just go splurge, go on a weekend trip, go on a staycation, go to a hotel, drive down the coast. But you're like, that might cost me $1,500. That might cost me $1,500. Ah, oh, stop worrying about, I mean, you'll make more money again. But I'm planning to use that money. <laughs> and she don't give a damn. So what then happens is what happens? You're boring. Oh, he's boring. He's not spontaneous. In their DNA, they can't, in their DNA or their evolutionary advancement, they cannot reconcile these two 
feelings. They got to have both. They got to have both. And if you only give one, she wants the other. And if she has the other, she wants the other. This is just the reality. All right, I teach you this so you can anticipate. Okay, this isn't to talk down about women. This is the collision course of relationships. And by the way, this is what fractures relationships, these behaviors. Social scientists will show you. These things is what fractures behaviors. You want to be responsible. She wants to be spontaneous. Collision course for disaster. The people who can work this out have successful marriages. It's brief old law. Yep, it's brief old law. Shout out to we call him. We call you. No, 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 no. We call you. We call you JD. I can't pronounce that. Gody. He says, "Love you, Coach OG Passport Bro here, aka Red Pill Phil." All right, thank you, brother. And uh, for some reason, these chats didn't get already. Um, they did not go through. So we'll go over here. Did I get? I got Chief for sh- Chief Four. I'm going to give your name again because I don't think I said your name with that sponsorship. Chief sponsors today's show. I'm rich, Thank you, Chief. Muller says, Coach, did you hear about wide receiver Justin Jefferson getting an IG model bad foreign knocked up? I did not hear that. So he got an IG model knocked up. <laughs> oh, boy. You guys don't know about Apex Predators, do you? Vegan Money says, I rock a baldy too. What type of blade do you use to keep your milk does so smooth? Pause. Happy holiday. I use a small, man, I'm bad with names. I use a small clipper. All right, that I have to rechargeable, rechargeable. So that means I have to go over. I don't use a razor blade typically because it gives you razor bumps in many of your sensitive areas on your head, meaning the front areas right here can be sensitive. The back, back of your neck can be sensitive. So I use a clipper's but that means you have to shave a lot more frequently. And uh, yes, I do this on purpose, but yes, my hairline is receding. So it's all good. Could be to all of those supplements I took when I was weightlifting. Mm. (laughs) Anyway, no razors. I use a clipper. Stony Montana, money for the guts for gifts. Toy drive this weekend. Feed and barbecue gang. We in the building. Barbecue in there. Hey, yo, I be, I feel you, man. Guts for gifts. And it's genetic, too. But although many of my father has a full head of hair. My father used my father used to have a jerry curl and he rocked it. Peace out to my father. My father rocked that jerry curl for like 20 years after jerry curls went out of style. <laughs> I was everybody used to make fun of him like, yo, you going to get that jerry curl up. So me standing next to him, he still got a jerry curl. I got a picture of my father and me and him. From the year 2000, he still had that Jerry curl. Shout out to my dad. Hey, and now he has uh, he has the Bob Marley dreadlocks on. My dad, man. Shout out to my dad. All right. He he ain't giving up no hair. He like, uh-uh. <laughs> I was like, where do you get a Jerry curl done? Everybody used to ask him, like, how do you, where do you even get that done now? You know what I mean? Shout out to dad. Baldness comes from my mother's side. Okay. I had a grandfather who definitely had the George Jefferson. <laughs> he had the George Jefferson. And I'm much like my grandfather. Boy, he was a pistol. All right, anyway. All right, where we at here? We got Stoke Man Coach, Stoke Man co-sponsorship in here. Y'all gonna hear this a lot today. I'm rich, All right, shout out to Stoke Man with the co-sponsorship. Justin oh, says Merry Christmas, and he also co-sponsorship. Somebody said, are you sure that's my dad? Are you sure that's my dad? Yeah, we look alike. I mean, we're he spit me out. 
that is my dad. All right, uh, but you never know. He says, Merry Christmas, CGA. At the beginning of this year, this is from Justin Elko sponsoring at the beginning of this year. I thought something was wrong with me because I was so focused on my goals. Now I am with a Korean flatback who isn't afraid to support my goals and fully approve of the free agent lifestyle message. Thank you. And we're all supportive of that, right? We always tell you to protect your meat, but you know what I mean? I think people will tell you that if you're working too hard, you working harder than them, you're focused, you're too serious. Those are compliments to me. Now, I might have a heart attack at the end of it. No, I ain't putting that self on mine. I ain't burning bread on myself. But at the end of it, I got to do my own self. I'm just too focused. You know what I mean? And I do have goals and my goals are high. So never be ashamed that you're too focused. And I think on the money mindset group, we're going to talk about work-life balance and do some research on that. Ty says they just passed a bill through the House and the Senate to give women's sports teams equal pay to men. He says you were right that they just keep asking until we fold. Never think a woman is done asking you for shit. Okay, she's going to ask you once and she's just going to keep doing it. And they have no shame. Ladies, ladies, they have no shame. Can I have $200? No. Can I have $2? I'll think about it. Okay, maybe. Okay, tomorrow. Okay, next week. Can I have $200? All right, bitch, here it is. But you just created a monster. They have no shame. I don't know what it is when it comes to uh, women. That's, that, let's just say that's a positive characteristic of their nature and stop talking negative about it. They're great negotiators when it comes to their own self-preservation. They ain't looking to save nobody else but themselves. When it comes to them, they got no shame in their game. And the reason why I teach you this is because you never know. If you've known a woman that has ever been in a financial paradox, just know she's either bugged, nagged, or sold box to patch her way through. She did not just find balance in her finances all of a sudden <laughs> she did something to get that money either if it was from her real dad daddy help me not just not sexually but daddy i got any she didn't just find balance and catch up on her bills <laughs> all right stokeman says coach i've been listening to you for three years now you spout straight truth he says i'm 53 years old Retired military, and I am Ronan, a.k.a. F.A., just returning from four years living in the U.K. What the hell happened in the United States? In Colorado now, and it's Mad Kaylee's here. I got Jasmine Rice. Hello. Yes, man. Damn. I think in three years. Uh, so you missed 2019. I mean, you missed 2020, 21, and 2022. Yes. It's a shit show in America, and we lost all sense of logic. We're all operating on emotions now, and it's sad. But, uh, yeah, if you do want to, I think, between Salt Lake City and Colorado, if you like Kaylee's, that's where you're going. Right? You better go to Colorado. If you like Kaylee's, there's an endless supply in Colorado. Endless. You will never run out of a Kaylee in Colorado. I don't care what part of Colorado you're in. You could be in western Colorado. You could be in eastern Colorado. You can be in Pueblo, Colorado Springs, Alamosa. You can be all the way up in Grand Junction. You can be in Aspen or Vail. You can be in Boulder. You can be in Denver. Stay away from there. There's a hood part of Denver. Stay away from that. You can be in Littleton. You can be all the way in freaking Castle Rock. All right. There is no, in, you know, you'll, 
<laughs> it's headquarters for Kaylee's. Headquarters. You can be in Fort Collins. It don't matter. Kaylee's are going to be in long supply. Now, whether you get them, whether you get them or not, is another story. But if you just wanted to look and go to Walmart and not and just see Kaylee's, that's where you're going to go. Colorado. That's a thought Pueblo had Hispanics. They do. Well, not just because their name's Pueblo, but yes. Pueblo is essentially New Mexico North. Pueblo is New Mexico North. All right, that's all it is. So whatever's happening in Albuquerque is probably happening in Pueblo. Not as much meth, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, let's get back to the show. What are we doing here? We got two more stories here, and uh, this is the semi-main event. We'll give them a semi-main event. Okay, do broke men really prefer overweight women? Let's let's investigate this. Let's investigate this. <laughs> There's an article. Here we go. All right, here we go. Here we go. Where's the article? Okay, I got to pull it up. Hold up, hold up. Let me pull up real quick. I got to delete some damn tabs here. All right, I don't want to delete that one. I don't want to delete that one. I'll delete that one. I'll delete. Oh, shit, I didn't want to delete that one. Where is the where's the study? Okay, here it is right here. There's a study. Oh, damn, I missed the story, but it's all right. It's all right. We'll continue with the show. Here's a uh, thing that somebody sent me. So I went to go deep dive on this one. It says right here, and this looks like a woman, her Twitter page. It says studies show that poor, stressed out men prefer. It she says fat women. Like Ashley Graham, while wealthier men prefer slender models or slender women like Irana, Irina, Shark. I don't even know how to say that. I'm bad with names, man. So I said, let's see if this is true. And I've been talking about this for quite a long time. I've been saying this for a long time, especially the catfish of the dating marketplace, the trash men of the dating marketplace, black men. Black men are a case study of this one. Now, now you might say she's thick. But many people will just say she fat or chunky, right? And this is no negative towards those women. They need love too. They provide good stuff. There's there's positive to these women, right? I just don't want to be seen in public with you many, many times. But that's neither here nor there. Mm. Let's talk about this. This could be more than economics. This could be just simple preference, but then the economics combines with it. Meaning black men tend to be lower on the economic scale, but they tend to still like thicker women no matter how they rise in the economics. So they still, you know what I mean? There's still, there's more to this story, but there is a study and the study has been published. There it is. Stressed men prefer heavier women. Let's talk about it. And this is an older study. So somebody took this older study and put that up in that little thumbnail. Here it is. Bam. And you say, God damn, are you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? says right here, gentlemen may prefer blondes, but stressed men prefer heavier women a lot, at least according to a new study. In this study, published Wednesday in the journal PLOS1, researchers at the University of Westminster in London subjected 41, let me see here, how many? 41 men to a stress-induced test after this. And by the way, yes, that's enough relevant population to produce a study. People have to understand that. You were like, only 41? Producing studies, you just basically, it, if you're never taking a statistics class, you don't know how people produce studies. But anyway, if it's published in the academic journal, 
it's a study. But um, it says right here, uh, after this task, the researchers asked the men to rate attractiveness of female bodies ranging from emaciated to obese. Compared to a control group of 40 men, wait, compared to another control group of 40 men, so there's a total of 81 men, so now it's more significant. Compared to a control group of 40 men who did not undergo the stress test, the stressed men rated a significantly heavier female body size as most attractive. And they rated heavier female bodies as an attractive as attractive in general. And ladies, you know this is true, by the way. Ladies, you know this to be true. Let me give you a couple examples of this one. Number one, let's talk about white women. White women typically will know that they're gaining weight based on the fact that lower economic men will tend to hit on them more openly in public. That's undeniable. But when they're thinner or they're a little bit more fitter, they're not getting hit on as much openly. That man might desire her, but he is least likely to open his mouth in her presence. So that is a indicator number one. Indicator number two, things like BBLs and things like that that make you appear wider tend to attract lower economic men. Upper scale, upper high class economic men, maybe they'll skeet on you in a suite and give you 450 bucks on the way out of the door, but they won't be caught dead in public with you, let alone somebody who is more, let's just say, ample or out of shape oh, humanity. so these things are facts number three fact if you look at poor communities they tend to have more uh, larger women and those larger women will very rarely be without male attention they will still get male attention even in that lower income community even with the presence of more larger women and then of course men who are in lower economic communities mostly only see larger women and are will at 10 to times criticize smaller women aka a smaller black woman a thinner black woman will be told you need more meat on your bone you look like you hungry so forth and so on as opposed if you go to a wealthy community you will see less and less larger people and those people are ostracized especially younger women they are not even highly selected at all so this study is basically confirmation uh, confirmation of the study can be seen just by our public behavior now if you want to deny all of that, deny all of that. Let's get into the rest of this study. And you can have your own preference. I'm not telling you what to do here. But I know that when you have more money, you'll least likely be with a thicker pog, thicker woman, fatter one. You'll be least likely to do it for a variety of reasons as well. It says, let me take a breath. Whew. Our body size preference Sorry, our body size preferences are flexible and can be changed by environment and circumstance. So if you make money and you live in the suburbs, circumstances and environment and public opinion will be least likely you will be seen in public with an overweight woman. That's what they're saying. It's flexible. You might have a preference one, but you ain't going to be seen with one. It says right here explains Marvin Martin. We'll just call him Martin. One of the study's authors. We need to understand the factors shaping body preference. In this case, it appears that the stress alters the classic stereotype that men prefer thin women in general, which most men don't prefer thin women. Researchers, most men don't. They only kind of do it because they have access to them. 
All right. So anyway, researchers not directly involved with this study say the finding is consistent with past work that is shown regarding the way stress influences our perceptions, stress and then stress and income stress, both acute and chronic have profound effects of how we process new information, both cognitively and emotionally. And this is Dr. Igor G at the, I'm not going to mention it, but in fact, earlier research has shown that men also prefer heavier body size when resources are unpredictable and unavailable. Okay. I got money. So that's the poor. Now you're wondering where did the poor come in? So there it is. In fact, earlier research has shown that men also prefer heavier body sizes when resources are unpredictable or unavailable. And that's just because it's probably presumed to be easier. Certain evolutionary theories suggest this may be because when times are tough, a thin woman may be ill, have irregular periods, and may be unable to support pregnancy. That's interesting stuff as well. That is true. If you live in an environment where food is scarce, being heavy means that you have fat stored up as a buffer. Hold up. That might have, that you might, wait, that you must be higher social status to afford the food in the first place. I think that's false because obviously heavier people are not just able to get food. They're getting worse food. So um, anyway, larger, larger article there. On that one, it kind of confirms what we've been talking. Damn, what was that? Bling, bling. Okay. I think it's because it's easier. You presume her to be a low-hanging fruit, an easy target, soft targets, soft targets. So there's a larger article there. You guys can Google that yourself. Um, when it comes to it, is it always apply? No. That is, you can't just use it as a it always applies. But People have their preferences, but there are people who study why these preferences existed. And I've said many times these preferences exist because you're broke. When your economics change, your palate's going to change. Right? You used to eat in church's chicken when you're broke. When you start getting money, you're going to look at church's chicken and say, I'll never walk in that door. It's just what it is. You'll be like, I don't need to eat church's chicken today. So. I know people have heard me say something similar to that and they rebuked it and say, no, nah, man, I will like them no, no matter what. And I've told you, not really. I guarantee you, if you live in a prestigious neighborhood, you'll be least likely to bring in a gordita in public. You ain't going to do it. You're not going to do it. You think you are. Move to a suburb and uh, have your homies in a suburb and your neighbors. And uh, you live in a cul-de-sac. Kaylee, pull, not Kaylee. Uh, your gordita pulls up, your big old black black mammy girlfriend shows up. People are going to be like, yo. And you're going to think, you're going to think, nah, I'm not going to change my preference because people don't like it. And I'm going to say, yes, you are. You're going to change it because you're going to talk about how much of a man you are. I'm a man and I get all these girls. Soon as you, soon as you show up and all your guys in your new neighborhood Sees the mastodons showing up. Oh, the humanity. You're going to be like, well, I guess I got to sneak these girls in. <laughs> I'll use them, but I can't let people see me riding. It's kind of like a moped, right? It's kind of like a riding a rope. <laughs> he says, why do you got to tell the tr tell them the truth unapologetic? I know. Is this was this hardcore? I'm sorry. I didn't mean it to be this serious. I'm just telling you this is the truth. This is the truth.
And we got research to back it up. All right, back to a thing that I was talking about. I'll share this clip. Uh, black men, we're again, the communitized getting torn up today on Christmas Eve Eve. Most black men do not have children. Let's play this clip by uh, Ayana Von Zahn. Is that her name? Do I have the clip? I do have the clip lined up right here. Ayana Von Zahn did a show uh, dragging out black men, black male fathers. And we've been telling you most black men do not have kids. So the, the idea of the Debbie daddy is not really true. The Debbie daddy is not true. Black men taking not taking care of their kids is not true. Most black men statistically do not have kids, but we're being painted as this bad fathers. But even when we're fathers, they tend to set us up to for failure. So let's roll this clip and I'll be brief on this one. Let's see, we're an hour and 45 minutes. That leaves us plenty of time here. Uh, Ayana Von Zahn, uh, these people did not have any hesitation to drag black men in the media. But uh, let's see if we can play this clip. Here's some brothers. And, and these brothers do not look like pookies. They're dressed up rather well. They're haircut. They, they got nice clothing on. These guys are not pookies, but let's listen to them. Stand up. How many children? 28. How many women? 16. Terrence? Four. Four. Children. With? Two different women. Yeah. Ryan? Mm-hmm. Uh, almost five children with four. Almost five. Yes, I now have talk another. Talk to me about an almost five. I have another baby due November 22nd. So four children. Four children. How many mothers? Four different women. Four different women. Yes. And you got a baby on the way. Okay. Huh. And John? Uh, six baby mothers, 11 children. 11 children. And Jumani? I have six children with four different women. Four different women. Yes, ma'am. Now, here's what I want us to get. That these men collectively have 87 children. That includes Jay. With 50 different women. Let's pause it right there. Let's pause it right there. Let's pause it right there. Now, this is going to be uh, something that I'm going to segue into the last topic. Because women do their investigation. These women definitely know that these men. Oh, I got copyrighted material notice. So we won't play the rest of the clip. I got a notice for copyrighted material. So if you're watching this on playback, it has been edited out. I'm going to lose a lot of view viewers on playback, unfortunately, for this one. All right, so um, in this case, in this case, what, what happened was, uh, what I was discussing was these women have investigated. These women know when they're procreating with a man that has children. Unfortunately, in these communities, these, um, these women use social status as a means to elevate the position of the man, meaning if he's, he has interest from, from other women, their polygynous nature will say, I want that man too. This is called social proof. They know what they're getting into. They volunteer to have the baby with another man that has multiple babies. Now, these guys have 28 babies, six baby mothers, and all of this stuff. And this is very common L in the community. A very common L. Since they've done their investigation, why is it that these men keep getting chances to knock up more women? We can call them irresponsible, but it seems like the woman in their investigation has targeted these men specifically to be carriers, uh, DNA, DNA sponsors. And then they proceed to play the victim after the fact. It's a weird thing and dynamic that goes on in our community, right? Also, the 80-20 rule, where we're talking about it. Why, do, why does a man get 28 cracks at being a father when there's some men that have no cracks? They have no kids. Why do we presume that these men are deadbeat daddies and they're responsible when these women keep, after investigating, after targeting these men, after accepting them, how do they keep having getting knocked up? Getting knocked up is a random, random chance act. 
a random random chance act, chance act as a matter of fact most women only have a three-day window to get knocked up per month but a man could have six baby mamas and she knows there's other men women with these kids so there's a larger larger complicated conversation to have about this other than easily saying these men are irresponsible and deadbeats that's just not going to be enough to describe the behaviors that's happening here we have to use brief false law. We have to use women are the hunters. We have to use polygamy. We have to use polygamy. We have to use 80-20 um, rule. We have to use, did I say social proof? Social proof, status, pookie, ray, ray. There's a whole bunch of things going on. And in fact, in fact, the majority of the kids in the community today belong to only a small percentage of men. It's a fact. The community's children today only belong to a smaller, a smaller portion of men in, in comparison to the majority of men in that community. The majority of men do not have children. Neither are they deadbeat daddies. Okay? This is just a known fact. So what do we practice in the community? We practice polygyny. That's what we practice on a variety of levels, meaning the before, during, and after daddy. That's what we practice, meaning there could be multiple men involved in the raising and rearing and the support of the mother and the child and or one of the other. Okay? Multiple men. That is called a polygynous act. That is called a community of a small portion of men being over the authority of a larger portion of women. You guys see this shit, right? You see it in real time. And we still have this thing about men don't take care of their responsibilities. Men don't protect. Men don't do this. But the actions are opposite. The actions, the words are one. The actions are opposite. They're out there creating babies with a small percentage of men. Wow. That's crazy. And I can't play it again, unfortunately, because I got a copyright notice from YouTube. And uh, yes, I'm going to have to edit that part out of the show. But if you want to look it up, there's Ayanna Van Zandt. Six men stood up. And I think six men stood up and were responsible for 80 uh, children, but with 50 women. <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, play the, play the, wait a minute. Did I get that right? There were six to eight men. I think there were six men. Six men, 80 children, 50 women. Wow. And we practice monogamy? Absolutely not. I, I've been telling you for a long time, monogamy is just a myth. It's on paper. We practice polygyny in a variety of crazy ways. And there's no doubting it. Just look up the statistics. There's no doubt in it. Let me get to some support. And then we're going to get to the main event. Mr. O with the info, says CGA. She's a rapper, trapper. And stripper on IG. That's basically thirst trapping Sims and advertising arrangements for these streets. In these streets. Is that the girl? The girl we showed you that 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 uh woman with the pink bed, pink. She's a rapper trapper and a scripper. She's advertising. It shows her for God. No woman on this earth is biologically capable of, of biologically capable of meeting one man's needs on a regular basis. We see this for sure. When you get married, you are putting a huge burden on the wife. That's why the free agent lifestyle is the only way to go. And that's why we're doing it over here. He says free agent lifestyle for life. For, 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 for life. 
I owe them also love. So stay patient. Stay patient. I'm going to get to y'all brothers, man. Thank you for the support. We got the main event coming up. And we're going to need a whole bunch of time with that main event. Okay. Uh, what do we got here? We got um, Ty says men. He says when a woman reveals her three or four experiences, do not shame her nor bash her. I agree. If she shames you, she'll close. It. Wait, if you shame her, she'll close up. Let them express themselves and learn from her. I agree. That's very good, good advice for you men because we tend to, as much as women lash out and use things against us, we tend to do the same to them, meaning when they talk about how reckless they've been, just listen. Don't don't shame. I mean, shame is done. Uh, there's nothing you can do. You just find a way to then qualify her. You'll be like, okay, well, we'll just use you as practice as well. Everybody else has. Mm. All right. Loud Pocket says, Coachy, I was almost crashing the whip. He says, when you were talking about purple pillars, pain, Fem Sapien, Pearly, and Crimson Cure. Shout out to Kendra giving $100 super chats. Nothing over here in the coach gang. He's, but now we've changed that. Thanks for being consistent day in and day out. And shout out to those ladies. I only know, really know, um, and have listened to Pearly and Crimson Cure, not so much the other woman, but uh, shout out to them. And I particularly like Crimson Cure and, and Pearly as well. Um, Julian says, I may, he says, I may be a wild, white mouth gump, but I got money. I got money. I love my coach and the coach gang. Jake. Joshua Calvin coach the lead attorney came out with a video men are not the prize just accept it I think the coach gang should watch it as it uh, will give you a different perspective shout out to the lead as well he says his points are valid and make sense shout out to my pappy who's the pappy who's always been involved in my life shout out to the pappy and and listen there's definitely some debatable stuff here macaroni Tony I've been a wait if being a Christian means dressing up to go to the Golden Corral and being black. Wait, if a Christ, if being a Christian means dressing up to go to the Golden Corral and being black means fighting over uncooked steak, then count me out of both free agent lifestyle for life. Yo, you cold. By the way, there's no true definition of black. You will find people will move the goalposts on what black means all the time. And you're like, is it a race? It's kind of like it's, it's kind of like Yiddish people. They'll move the goalposts on what being Jewish was all the time. And you're like, okay, is it a race? Is it ethnicity? Is it a religion? They'll just move the goalposts like this here. <laughs> what is it? Well, it's not that I'm white. Well, you'd be like, wait, you're not white? Look at you. You look white. No, 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 no. That's the Europeans. That's the Caucasus Mountain white. Well, well, well what, what are you? I'm Jewish. Wait, hold up. <laughs> I thought it was a religion. No, it's a culture. It's an ethnicity. It's a, what the fuck? Like, no, 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 no. Blacks is the same thing. Day to day, it just changes. All right, it's a skin color. All right, now it's a culture. Now it's ethnicity. Now it's a damn background. Now it's a religion. Now it's hip hop. Now it's what? <laughs> what is it? Now you got to live in a certain area to be considered black. You, as soon as you move out of that area, you ain't black. Like what? Mm. Yeah, you like what? Like, like, like seriously, what does it mean? What that mean? What does it mean? Nobody can ever do that. Now they can take the card away. Uh, you ain't black. We take your blackness away. How are you going to take my blackness away? It's the skin color. Or you say, okay, I'll give my blackness away. I don't want it. Then they say, you can't do that. What? You can take it from me, but I can't give it away. Mm. Sounds like herpes to me. Mm. Yeah, Deion Sanders was an exact same thing. He left, the, he left a certain area. He wasn't black all of a sudden. I swear to God, like, what is it? Yeah, you vote red. You not black. Wait, I'm literally black. 
The politician could be black and running and they will say he ain't black. And they'll let you vote for a white female over the black person because they're Republican. Like what? What that mean? What does black mean? What does it mean? Does anybody have a definition? Nobody has. it. And then at that point, when y'all figure it out, let me know. Y'all just moving the goalposts whenever it suits you. All right. Faith is in the building. Shout out to Faith. It's this as soon as I get home, Faith. He says, but these same women talking about they want a partnership. Rubbish. Happy holidays, coach. Women do not want a partnership, guys. This is all fraudulent feminist activity mindset. They don't want no partnerships. They want just to you to just spend money on them. Uh, I didn't know your government name. We'll call you no government name. In the airport security line at Young Junior College, Kaylee laughed when I joked about her, joked with her about dishing me. Dishing me or dissing me. She ended up on my plane and stared me down until I said something to her. You think she was choosing at this point? If I fumble the chance to get a fresh Kaylee, please give me the buzzer. I'll give you the buzzer. Sometime it'd be sitting in y'all laps. There's cold approach. There's hot leads. There's hot leads and there's, wait, there's warm leads and hot referrals. Sometimes you get a hot-ass referral. Okay. Xavion says, and last one, one problem with XXs is that they place more emphasis on the value of piece carbon. Oh, of a piece of carbon, which is a diamond ring versus the actual relationship. And we know this. We know this to be uh, well is true. OK, we know that. <laughs> Her man is the pilot. Yeah, that too. That's too. Uh, somebody said it was cold. Anyway, uh, I think, uh, yes, they they place the value on the diamond ring than they do the actual man in relationship. Guys. The marriage, the divorce is planned at the marriage. The divorce is planned before the marriage. Now, this is an intentional plan. This is somewhat subconscious or somewhat her measuring you. But if you are a value, if you're at one value prior to the marriage and you lose that value, you lose the woman in many instances. Sad reality. But many of us have had to learn this in many instances. That's all it is. And many times if you come in and you lead off the wrong foot, all right, you lead from my here. I have a certain value, but here's your diamond ring and it's not up to scale. Many women will say no. They'll turn that down. Nope. It's sad. Okay, I got to get back to the main event. How, how far are we back on these? Yeah, let's do the main event now. We're ready. We're going to go to the private investigating ass women. If you guys don't know this, you guys are about to learn something. Many of you guys, many guys are going to get an indicator of what is what, how women investigate men, even before you can never start to run game on her. We may not be the prize, according to the lead attorney, Mucho Gusto. <laughs> All right. He may not say we're, he might say we're not the prize, but we certainly are the targeted. We certainly are the hunted when it comes to this. And I'm going to show you several pieces of proof. First of all, let's go to one Dion, Neon, Dion Sanders, and he's with Shannon Sharp. And there's going to be a whole bunch of Abba Daba going on there. But we love the brothers. All right. Listen, I'm just joking with y'all. Y'all millionaires and have thick skin. Y'all can take it. But we're going to go to Abba Daba Daba land. This is Dion Sanders and Shannon Sharp. Boy, they're going to be. A, I didn't haven't listened to this interview, but I'm sure 
the Abadabas was out of control. <laughs> right. Anyway, fair use before. I don't know. Can I show this fair use? Are they going to do now that I dissed them? They're not going to let me show it. <laughs> OK, let me see here. Let's see if I can turn this up. You made a joke about your exit from Jackson State with kind of like your marriages. I did, because I don't remember. You did. What did I say? You said, uh, <laughs> you was like, you said something like, <clears throat> I, I don't remember. Fair use, but I'm going to appreciate these brothers putting lotion on them ankles for this show. So let's go ahead and give them a round of applause. That's a big win for y'all if y'all don't know. If y'all don't know, these brothers got lotion and Vaseline on them ankles, bro, all in the Achilles area and all of that. Brothers rocking those socks is a big old risk. So I will give these brothers a heads up. Even myself have appeared on national television and I came in and I did not have ashy. I did not have lotion on my ankles. I was wearing bands and black socks. So this is a win. Them brothers look like they, they could have been look like they've been kicking flour for a living, but look at them ankles brothers. Yay. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> you like, you said something like, uh, I, I don't remember exactly. Uh, I don't think, I think they were probably upset that y'all were getting divorced, kind of like Jackson State was upset that you were leaving. Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe they were happy you were leaving. Jackson State clearly wasn't happy that you were leaving. You brought Brittany in, Renner in to talk to your players. Mm -hmm. What were you trying to accomplish by bringing her in, this, this uh, 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 social media influencer? Brittany, Brittany is a real woman okay she keeps it 100 she keeps it straightforward and she is a tremendous influencer on instagram bring her in to talk about game right from a woman's point of view right was unbelievable had i had Brittany renner in a meeting when i was in college i might be about 15 million dollars more <laughs> <laughs> Richer, <laughs> because yeah, yeah. she broke it down to these guys. To her game and what she was trying to accomplish, and not her no, game. Just, just women. the women. Just, just the. And she even told him, "I got more." The coldest line she said, "I got more checks in my DMs than Nike." I said, "Wow, wow." Now you have to understand, men like this—they still, you know, I'm not calling these men simp. We're just going to say this archetype of men still hold women in high esteem and value, right? And so they will listen to a Britney Renner, although I keep, keep hating to dig her up. They're weak to women like that. They're super duper weak. And this is kind of like a Gen X boomer characteristic. Well, uh, significantly weak. And not saying they're weak, not these men, but what I'm saying is they're still significantly weak to women like this. So they will think that this woman is dropping golden game on them, but they're just weak for the woman, like lustfully weak. Let's continue. That mean they had her. Yes. Okay, and she's trying to tell them how this is played out. She say, it's women out there that do their homework. They know everything about y'all because right. you tell on yourself on the gram. Right. Now, when I say they're, they're, they're lustfully weak for them, this is a large percentage of men. So then this is how you get game ran on you. So we're going to talk about this. This is how you get game ran on you against women because they do their homework. So most men are lustfully weak in the way that these men are portraying as well. So this is how guys don't realize women have a step and a leg up on you when they investigate you and you've done zero investigation. Let's continue. And on social. So they know how to go get you. 
and you thinking you conquering it and you ain't because it's all a plan. You think you run a game and they run a game on you. Okay, so there's the clip that I wanted to show there. It looks like YouTube hasn't got it on a copyright yet, so we're going to escape it right there. We're going to get out. All right, they're probably going to pick it up in a minute. So there's the idea right there. That's what we're going to set up on. This show is going to be predicated on that. Now, check this out. Women overwhelmingly in our past. I'm going to give you the evidence now. Uh, women have been used for a long time as spies and they're using their sexuality to get great secrets. So this is an indicator that they've been using some sort of predetermined game to get secrets. Here's an example, and I'm, I'm going to run down a couple examples. Okay, they've used their sexuality. Suspected Chinese spy had intercourse with the U.S. mayors. Mayors! People who were had secret clearance and were to be protected against uh, foreign and domestic enemies. And to would not give up any secrets. They've been having this young flatback. I can't Fang Fang was her name. I can't remember her name. Fang Fang was out here busting it wide open. Befriended congressman. This is the congressman, Eric uh Eric, uh, what's his name? Swalwell. Swellwell should have been his name. Let's go ahead and show you Fang Fang, who was getting all of those secrets. Fang Fang, gang, gang. Let's show you Fang Fang right here. Uh, here's here's the evidence right here that you can see. We'll show you. We'll show you several pieces of evidence here. Uh, there's Fang Fang right there. All right, this woman looks like every woman in Japan, or I don't know where she's from, China. All right, you can find this woman everywhere. All right, but but she was able to use her sexuality to interrogate or investigate or get great secrets from you. Here's another example here of how close she can get. How close a woman can get just using her sexuality. There you go, right there. These are high level men. There's high-level men, and she able to get in there. Here's another case uh, right here that people should know about. Josephine Baker. I keep telling you this story here. Josephine Baker was also a espionage spy, an unlikely spy in World War II. You know the story of Josephine Baker dancing with the bananas. I think that's the right one, right? Josephine Baker in the Paris nightclub. Yep, she was a spy. Many of your singers and entertainers today are also spies as well. Uh, they will go to do things for money and they will come back and they most likely allegedly will be debriefed on the activities of these people. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and show you. Let me see here. Let's show you this right here. Uh, Julia Child was also a spy. There's a lot more spies here. Julia Child was also used as a spy. I'm not sure it's a sexuality, but you have unassuming people that are used to infiltrate Many places, just like the Black Panther Party was used. To, uh, women and certain men were used to infiltrate the Black Panther Party to get secrets. So, too, with Martin Luther King. Uh, but in this situation here, Julia Child was a spy. Many times you don't know that uh, women's greatest asset in survival is getting information. Getting information. There also was a couple of characters in movies. If you want to go the movie route, uh, Harlem Knights had two women featured as spies. One was Jasmine Guy's character, who was also working as a spy, and she was using sexuality. And the other one was Sunshine, who was also used as a spy as well. And Della Reese famously said, famously said, Now I got to cut you. So if you want movie references as to women getting information, infiltrating, and or using sexuality to get information, being the hunter, if you will, 
those are Vera was her Vera was her hair name. So uh, Harlem Nights, great movie, great great movie. If you never seen Harlem Nights, you got to go watch that movie. Anyway, when it comes to how women work, we're just using dynamics. One of the best ways for them to gather intel way before you figure out how to run game on them is ear hustling. Ear hustling is the number one way women gather information. They listen when you don't know they're listening. Many times they are listening when you're bragging. You bragging ninjas. You just a bragging, bragging, bragging. Now in the past, they've called this eavesdropping. Many people will call her nosy Nancy, or you could just say she ear hustling. They are doing things like, you know, pillow talk is another way. You give information freely to them and they're gathering more information than they're giving to you. So this is how you get game ran on you when you are reckless about the mouth. Many times men want to brag and improve their position in order to get the woman. And then she's just gathering data. So the ear hustle is always real. These aren't negative things we're attributing to women, but this is just what they do. I'll give you a prime example. Have you ever lived with a woman or been in the presence of a, a, young, a woman of any age? And um, you took a phone call. Excuse me. I have to take this phone call. Now, whatever she does, whatever she's doing while you're taking the phone call will stop when that phone call does extend past the hellos and goodbyes, right? Or hellos and the pleasantries, right? So she will stop stirring her drink. She will stop writing. She will stop listening to her show. She will stop doing everything. She will freeze. And that ear hustling is activated. And she just uh, picking up all your info. And she's gathering that. She's imputing that. She's copywriting that. She's storing the information in her software database. She gathering that info. And she ain't going to say a peep. She barely going to breathe. She wants that information. It's vital. The TV will go to mute or low volume. Okay. But you don't know this is happening. So this is how you give, give away information. This is how they investigate. And to be fair, this is a protection mechanism because she doesn't want to be exposed to somebody that will, you know, cause her harm. So she has to make sure she knows who you are because she can't fight you off in many instances. So this is protection. This is also the way she gives information to other people, a la Delilah and Samson, Samson and Delilah. Sometimes Samson and Delilah, that situation was an espionage situation. And she continued to badger him by for giving up his secret. And she badgered him, badgered him, badgered him until she found a weak moment. He got a weak moment and he gave her the secret, which was what? His hair, all right? Same thing's kind of with Achilles, Achilles heel. You give away your secret to your strength, exposes you to be able to get deleted. All right, anyway. Women will do this way before you even introduce yourself to her. Please know you're not running game on her. She done got more game than, than she needed to you. Uh, so, you know, by the time you introduce yourself or by the time you get your position to run your game, she already got the info on you and she got the drop. Uh, the whole thing against uh, PNB Rock. Allegedly, she was the one, her girlfriend allegedly, was the one who put the drop on him, mainly because she was the one with the information. She had the information. Uh, both of them recklessly gave it away, gave up the drop. This is this is disputed, right? People have said that it was just a reckless act of violence. I don't know. But if they have information, sometimes they don't realize how secure the information is. They recklessly give it away. 
that's how they now that's how you get investigated by people who can cause you harm. Anyway, let's go on to the next way a woman can investigate you. And let's take uh, let's take the ear hustling ass woman down. But this is just to teach men what's going on. We're teaching men. We don't care about how women are perceiving this message today, but you can receive it as you may wish. Men are the hunted. Before you know one thing about her, she knows 20 things about you. Therefore, then she can judge you. How does she know this? Okay. Now, men, you'll invite a woman over that you don't even know her last name. But many times you've given her plenty of information to either research you or make a judgment about her. You know nothing about her, but she's gathered significant data on you. Okay. Let me give you an example. If a woman is invited over to your house, you invite her over. Many times you believe she's told nobody about you. This is untrue. Before she goes to your place, she might try to get information, and we'll talk about that. But she has given someone else the information about you in order to protect herself. This is all information gathering. That person might have a photo. They might have the location. She might drop the pin in the location when she arrives at your door or pulls up to your damn driveway. She knows your name or the name that you gave her. That's significant information. I guarantee you, you know none of those things about her. You only know her name. Next thing that's going to happen, she's going to have a nosy-ass friend that's going to be the lead investigator. The lead investigator, she's going to be the one who really digs up the dirt and teaches her how to do recon on you. Specifically, if you give her a place to meet and you give her your home address, trust me, she knows when she knows if you're renting or bought. She also knows um, potentially if there's any neighbors that might be men she has messed with that lives near that area. She knows the escape plan, the highways, and she also knows if you paid your property taxes or not. She's seen the satellite imagery. She's seen the walking imagery. She's seen the Google map. She's seen all of that shit. She has arrived at Zillow or her nosy ass friend has arrived at Zillow and has dropped the information that you gave her. You willingly gave her that information and you think you are the one about the run game on her. Even Deion Sanders said these women are very, very uh, good, meaning very, very predatory or in security mode. And they got to know information about you. They got to know if you're lying. Yeah, they checked the they checked the Megan's list. They checked the child sexual predator list. I'll tell you some stories about women that have found out details about me without me giving it to them because I gave them access to my domain or my domicile. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay, so this is just game I'm dropping on y'all. So yeah, again, you're the hunted. You're the one that is she's gathering information. Let's the what's the next way? Okay, um, it says right here, um, the way that she also gathers information is because men by nature know that they want to appear somewhat trustworthy in their attempt to get whatever they're just trying to get to the woman, right? You don't want to come off like, like, like a serial killer. So what you do is you give her information as to let her guard down. This is, this is what we do. What's your name? She gives you the third degree. She gives you the damn, um, she interrogates you and you accept it. What do you do? Where do you live? What do you mean? Do you have children? Have you ever been married? Not married? Do you want to get married? Blah, blah, blah. She just runs down. Where did you go to school? Where did you get your degree? I got my degree. And so while you're doing this, you tend to want to look trustworthy or lend the information to her as opposed to or as opposed to trying to make your intentions up front, which is mode one, which is I'm going to just tell you I want you to part them legs. I ain't telling you shit. Okay. A woman will ask for, for pictures of you. Hey, send me a picture for I can, so I can save it in my phone. That picture is going to be used to share with other women, other women as security uh, mechanism to preserve the spot in your phone so she can recognize who you are. 
by name and picture and or to do reverse image searches on your ass on the Internet. She need to do reverse search images on you. So she's going to need you to have a stationary picture like a DMV portfolio, not a picture with your sunglasses holding a drink tilted sideways. Okay, that's not going to work. Can you send me a picture where I can see you without sunglasses on and a hat? Reverse image search. This is what women do. Okay, now let's go to the next part. So locations, locations. <laughs> send me your passport portfolio. Send me your locations. Okay, yeah. Also has social proof, which we'll get to next. Locations. Okay, where do you work? What, what do you do for a living? Where do you work? Okay, that is a location inquiry. Where do I need to find you if I cannot find you? Oh, I work at the damn, uh, I work at Zaxby's in, in Augusta. There you are. You work at Zaxby's. Which one? They don't have any problems asking these questions. The one on 55th and South. Now, if something goes left, she can find you at Zaxby's or at least find somebody that knows where you might be if you're not at that Zaxby's. That's information. And that's also a measurement of you, and we'll get to that as well. Also, where do you live? Oh, I live in Southern California. Where in Southern California? I live in Orange County. Where in Orange County? I live in Newport Beach. Where in Newport Beach? <laughs> okay. Okay, there it is. She's whittled it down. You tried to restrict information, and she had no problem asking for more details. That's what espionage is. That's what spies do. That's what people who gather information on you. And that's how she protects herself. If I can't find you, I don't want to just be saying he's in Southern California. I got to know where. Okay. Yes. What's your favorite color? What's your birthday? Oh, what's your birthday? I want to know what sign you are. No, she don't. She want to be able to find your ass in case she gets knocked up. And now having a birthday is significant information. She has a name, a location, and a birthday. All she needs is your last four digits on your social security number. Okay, come on. This is all information gathering. And yes, they remember this shit. Now, okay, now she can find your monkey ass in case shit pops off. So you give her the exact day, month, and year, you goofball. And you give it to them up front. Not only that, what's your middle name? And this is early on in the relationship. What's your middle name? I don't want to tell you. I won't laugh at it. Trust me. Oh, it's, it's funny. I won't. Laugh. Okay, my middle name is Roger. Data. She got your first, middle, last name, birth date, location, ninja. All she waiting for is your last four digits of your social security number and your PIN number. And don't ever drive up to an ATM with a woman in your car. She's going to act like she ain't looking, but she is looking at that PIN number. Let's go back. You gave her your location. I gave you the address. I never give the woman the address. Now, if she finally gets the address, that's one thing or another. But I will have her meet at another address or give her a neighbor's address before I give her mine. I will have her meet at a gas station the first few times. What's the address again? I'll give you this address that is a few miles away from the actual place that I live. That way, I say I meet you there. My address is somewhat off the Google map. I'm a little bit away from the uh, area. So I'll meet you there and I'll let you follow me in. Now, it's up to her if she wants to gather the information as well. But I won't put her, I won't text her my exact location so she has that exact location so she can just pop it up. No. No. <laughs> okay. Because now it's in her phone. It's there. Click. No. I I, I don't do that. So now, um, it says right here, uh, or drive-bys. Let's talk about this. This is one that you don't know. Ladies can back this up. 
If you do give her a location in advance of the day of meeting, hey, where are we going to meet? She's driving by that location. She's going to drive by that location or Google map it. So you're going to say, where are we meeting for dinner? You're going to meet her. It's Monday. She wants to know by Wednesday. Okay, when, no, sorry, you're meeting her on Wednesday. She wants to know by Monday, where are we meeting? She knows wants to know this so she can dress a certain way, but certainly she's going to drive by the location. Okay, She's going to drive by that location. If it's your address, she's driving by that location prior to the meeting. If you give her this information way in advance, she's going to use that, and you're giving her plenty of headway to use this information. Okay, She's going to do recon. And also, if she does have your information and she does visit wherever you live and she says, okay, I'm done here tonight and she leaves or you kick her out on the pump and dump, she's going to sit there for at least 20 to 30 minutes to see if somebody else shows up at that place. Meaning your wife, your children, anybody else that she's still trying to give her the information. Okay, I got kicked out of the house. I'm going to sit in this parking lot somewhere a little bit far away to see if somebody or woman comes in. They got time for this shit. You guys think they don't have time for this? They got time. They got time. Have you ever done this? You ended the night with the evening with the woman. She goes out. She starts her car and she sits there. Like, what the hell is she doing? You waiting for her to leave. You waiting for her to pull off. She's sitting there letting the car run. And you think she's, she's, she's texting Chad on my way. She's doing whatever she's doing. She's getting her Google map set up. She'd be sitting there for five, 10 minutes. She's seeing if anybody else comes back to that residence. That's also what she's doing. Or she sees if you leave, you kick her out. Oh, I'm going to bed. She sits in the parking lot. You can't leave right away to go to your next date. You guys got to know, man, they gather information like this. You guys think you're running game on them and it ain't even close. They run a superb game on you. They run an espionage on you. And you help them with the information. Let's go to social media. Let's go to social media. Yeah, they will do the dry run. Okay, where do you live? This is why if you're meeting a woman, don't tell her days in advance where you're meeting her. They're doing a dry run on your ass. And they might they might have their girl with her, the nosy-ass Nancy. Okay? Um, social media. I don't know if you know this <laughs> social media. Oh, she knows your, she knows your, um, she knows your license plate too. Social media. If you give a woman your Instagram, this is typically why young people say, no, I won't give you my number. I'll give you my Instagram in, in this way or their Snapchat this way. They can block you, right? Uh, if you have a phone number, you can constantly, I mean, you can block phone numbers now, but you can constantly harass them. Um, if you get, your social media, if you give it to them willingly, and you will, because most of the time you will want to follow them, but they're going to do more recon on you than you will do them. You're just going to look at the pictures and how she represents herself. What is she going to do? She's going to look at who you follow. That's going to be a judgment. If you follow all booty models and you're presenting yourself as somebody who wants a long-term relationship and you're lying to her, but you got nothing but booty models you follow, she's going to go, oh, but you gave them that information. She's also going to see your status and how you represent yourself, how much clout you have. If you've got a blue check mark, you got over 60,000 followers as a male, which is equivalent to a half a million for a female. She's going to say, oh. She's going to say, well, 
damn, he seems to be someone. What does he got? What kind of watches he have? What kind of car does he drive? What kind of women are he with? Are there any women in the picture? Are there any male friends in the picture? What is going on? Does he have social element? Does he travel? She's gathering up a whole bunch of this information that, that she gave you. You just looking at the titties and the ass in the picture on her profile. She's going to also see what images you like. And, and now this isn't really present on Instagram anymore, but Instagram used to show what activities you do. Who do you like? And women used to be able to track that. I think they've gotten rid of that a few years ago, but women used to see when and who you're interacting with. Oh, I'm going to bed. Oh, seven minutes ago, CGA liked Daphne's picture. She knows you're active. She can also know when you post something, you got your phone in your hand, okay? So if I post something, inevitably somebody will text me. Why did she text me? Because I just posted something. In her mind, that phone is near your hand. You can't deny that the phone was not recently being in your presence. Something posted. Now, I used to use Hootsuite to post on Instagram. I don't anymore. But I used to use that to automatically post when Instagram used pictures. Now they use more videos than photos. So um, when that happened, people would tend to text me. And I would go, why are they texting me? And it would always be associated to something I posted. And then that means in their mind that I'm using my phone at the moment. And it's undeniable because I just posted something. So that's another reason that they would use to investigate you. And that's normally later on in a relationship, right? As you're getting really involved. So who you're following, what you like, when and when you post and how often you post and all of those things right there. Those are things that they use on social media, clout, status, uh, attention, all of these things. Sometimes you can win when you have a bigger audience than her. Okay, so this right here. You haven't even ran no game. <laughs> you haven't got a chance to run shit on her and she running circles around you. And yes, this stuff does matter. Like Notorious Channel is, did I get, get, did I get booted off? I got disconnected from the internet momentarily. Give me a second. Um, let me just check something. I think I'm good here, but it looks like I got disconnected momentarily, but I think I'm back ready to go. Uh, the next way she uses information to investigate you is bringing up my notes. I'm checking my internet real quick. Oh, initially, if she sees you, remember, they see you way before you see them. They see you well before they see them. Many times you might think a woman is not aware of your presence. It's simply not true. You can really ever startle a woman. She's done recon on who's who because safety. She needs to be in a safe environment. They're not just going to walk recklessly. Some women do, but she knows you. She's seen you. She's acknowledged you. And many times there's a video that I might want to show you that this black man was walking past a bunch of younger white women. And before, as he's walking by, they started telling him, don't say nothing to us. Now, why did they say that to him? Because typically... Those guys are the ones to open their mouths and try to be charismatic, charming, and, and, and run game. So those women were automatically aware that this type of man was in their presence, and they said, don't talk to me. Don't say nothing, as he was just walking by. And he stops, and he goes, what? He says, I wasn't going to say anything. 
And then she says, the women say, you look like you were going to say something. <laughs> Guys, dude, this game goes way, and they saw that fool, they saw that fool way down there. Way down there before he even saw them clearly. That's how instinctual that shit was. Now, because men like him tend to be the ones to open their mouth and try to run game, they was already putting a stop to that shit. And they also then were able to measure him and you won't even see them looking at you. I'll show the video here. I'll try to pull it up because it was a recent one I saved. They saw how you were dressed. They saw how they perceived you to be talking. They saw how you talked. They saw your teeth. They saw your shoes, potentially your jewelry, if you had or had none, whether they like or don't like that. They saw the way you smiled. If you look like Samuel L. Jackson, the serial killer, or you look like Derek Jackson, handsome and charming. They were able to pick that shit up all the time. They picked that shit up way before you opened your mouth. Let me see if I can pull up that video briefly. Uh, let me see if I can pull up that video of the young woman, the Kayleys, and it may or may not have been a skit. That's either neither here nor there. I'm going to try to pull that up as an example to show you. They got you pegged way before you say anything. Uh, Man, maybe I didn't save the video. Maybe I just liked the video. Yeah, because I don't see it. Is this the one? Yes, this is the one. Oh, it's Red Pill Reekin with the, hey, one of our Red Pill brothers. He put it on his Instagram. Let's give him a shout out real quick. And of course, if you look like the men who typically are the ones that are trying to run game left and right, then you get profiled for no reason. You minding your own business and they are headed the game. So it's the Red Pill Reekin. This brother's been around for a long time. Let's give him some love. Let me see if I can find the post. Here it is here. Let's turn up the volume. It says men can't even go for a walk down the sidewalk anymore. Let's go ahead and play it. Minor. Don't even say Minor. anything. Just keep walking, please. Ew. We're good. Oh, you're going to say shit? Have ah! It looks like you were going to say Do you hear that? I'll play it again, and I'll make it a little bit larger. I'll make it a little bit larger. Yeah, minor. Don't even say minor. anything. Just keep walking, please. Ew. We're good. Oh, you're gonna say shit? Have ah! It looks like you were gonna say Okay, you see that? Oh, it looked like you were gonna say something. They caught that shit way down there. Oh, oh, here he come. He running here, here he come. And this is because dudes that think they're shooting their shot don't realize they they shooting the air balls and they wide open for a reason. You shooting your shot and you got no chance in hell trying to run game out here. And uh, women are like, we ain't in the position to do that no more. Ah, we shutting your shit down right away. Guys, this is what happens when you follow dudes that say shoot your shot. Uh, every shot you don't take is a miss. No, some of y'all don't need to shoot at, at, at all. Some of y'all need to practice layups. Some of y'all need to practice your free throws. You don't need to be shooting shit. Uh, because this is, the, this is the adjustment that is making. Now, let's go back to how women get information on you. Okay. Uh, social security numbers, many times you're willing to give that. Asking questions, interrogating you. Do you travel? Where have you been? Where do you like to go? What are your goals? So this is called an interrogation. And many times this is what amounts to a common date. A common date is her chance to interrogate you. She's gathering information. Most of the time you won't ask her questions back. Or you might ask her questions back um, just as a means to keep the conversation going. But you won't remember shit. She'll remember everything. 
aren't you amazed at the amount of information a woman remembers and you just told them once? And then they, you say, what, you remember that? Oh, yeah, of course I remember that. Doesn't mean that she's only interested in you. They're able to recall this information because they store it. They need this information. Oh, I remember your birthday. What? You remember that shit? When did I tell you it was my birthday? Now, watch this. She told you also when her birthday was. I guarantee you 90% of men won't remember that. You won't remember it. 90% of women will remember it. Okay? Because they're using this to gather information. Let's give you some more details here of how they investigate you. Your real name. You gave them a fake name. I tend to give uh, women a different name than my name that you see here, which is my real name, but it's a, it's also a trademark, trademark name of my real name. So it's Coach Greg Adams, but my real name is a part of that name. So I can trademark that part because I say it's Coach Greg Adams. Now, if I give somebody Greg Adams and enough information, they can find me. They can find me, and I'm going to tell you how. But I typically introduce myself in public to women with another name. That is also a part of my name, but is it's not the name that I'm known by. This is not a lie because now it is it can be used against you if you lie about your name outright. You lie about your name and your occupation. Many places in the next in the future will be able to prosecute you, and women will take your ass to court for that. Okay, if that bill does pass. So I give them another name just so they can't initially investigate me. At some point, enough women will find this out and they will post that shit somewhere. <laughs> they were like, this guy is that guy. Okay, but it's not a fake name. So I cannot be ch charged with giving them a fake name. It is actually another name that I use or it is a part of my full name. Now, with that being said, once they get those components and they find out my real name, they can probably get way more information than I probably want. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I've done this. And I also invited this woman over. I gave them my, my secondary name. And then I invited the woman over. The woman had been over there several times. And about the second or third time she had come over, she saw my degree hanging on the wall. I normally remove this part of the, I normally remove my college degrees from this wall when I know women are coming to my bedroom. But this time I forgot which was going to be um, a mistake because then she was able to gather data on me. And at some point, she read that degree in which my full name was on that degree. Now, from there, she didn't immediately say, now this is where you got to have to find out how cold and vicious women are. Because what you would do finding out that information is immediately confront the woman. But women are smarter than that because they're espionage. They are spies. She said, she said nothing. She used that information and went back home. And then she did greater recon on me in which she then found my YouTube channel, my books, and all of that stuff. Then she came back to my place on a later date. Clap the cheeks. As we're lying in bed naked with me catching my breath. She then said, I found out who you really were. And I looked at her like, what? 
Yep, she says, yep, I found your YouTube channel. I found your podcast. I found your videos and books and blah, blah, blah. Now, the information wasn't enough for her to say, oh, you buzzered, you did this, you did that. She actually said, it's fine. Because on the thing, I did not mislead her completely because that name is a part of my name. But she then came back and said, I found all of your information and now I'm going to tell you what I know. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. And then what she said then was, yeah, I, she said, I agree with a lot of the things you said. And she found it more funny than it was offensive. So that was why it allowed her to come back and meet with me and have no problem with it. But she did reveal she held on to this information for a significant amount of time and never told me about it. Okay. So this things can happen. This is how women use information against you. And in that case, it wasn't a bad thing. It was okay. It worked out for me. But many times this information can work against you. Now, social proof, status. Where are you when you meet the woman? Are you in church's chicken? She's going to know. People that go to church's chicken aren't in the best financial position most of the time. Are you at Mastro's? Now she's going to treat you a little bit different. So social status, followers, travel, access to this, what type of shoes you wear, how you present yourself, how you talk, how your teeth are fixed or not, what kind of jewelry you wear. Is it gaudy, diamondy, bling, blingy? She's going to treat you a certain way. If it's a little bit more laid back, plain Janie, she's going to treat you a certain way. What cologne you wear? What type of cologne you wear? How you style your hair? Dude, they're gathering information on you ready to use against you at the ready. And trust me, as I say this, it's game because it's long game. This isn't short game where you're running on her as you're adjusting to her. She, as you're running your game on her, now you're going to start running your game on her. What you don't realize is she's going to get you by the balls at some point. At some point, she's going to get your ass. Because she has way more data and information than you have. So sometimes it works where you can take try to run the game against these women and take advantage of them. And then they probably go their other way. But you never know when you'll meet the one who says, I got shit on you and I'm going to use it. Prime example. Prime example. Women who take pictures of their men sleeping in bed. Most women you're dealing with has one of those pictures if you nodded off to sleep after sex. We showed you this. We showed you Yamir Yager. Not Yamir Yager. It was the other hockey player. We showed you Justin Edelman, Bobby Brown, um, um, Ezekiel Elliott, so forth and so on. They all have these pictures of your ass nodded off to sleep, and she took the picture. That's evidence. Now, if you can, if you're messing over on her, she can use that. She also is gathering data of how big you are, how small you are. If you have birthmarks on any areas, this is all information and data that they can and will use. Do you have status? Are you trying to hide that? Are you trying to hide her? Did you take advantage of her? Did you, did you bust quick? Did you have a hose? Did you like it rough, smooth? This is all information. And she can and will use it against you. Yes, clothing size, what type of shirt you wear, what style, what's your neck collar, what size, bruh. They get, and you get physical evidence, oh, physical evidence, condoms, DNA, all of these things. How many women, listen, 
How many women have showered after they've been banged out by you and they left and they said, let me jump in the shower real quick. Almost zero. I know very few women that have done that. We look at the Bill Clinton case. The woman kept the dress. The woman kept the blue dress with Bill Clinton's uh, kids on them. And you're telling me women don't do stuff like this? She kept the dress with his busted nut on it. And she did not wash it. She didn't wash the DNA off of her when she left. Okay. They didn't wash no tick. They didn't wash it off their face, their tongue. They didn't wash it off their eyes or their wig. They didn't wash it off their chest. They didn't wash it around their private area. You wear squ squashy all over their stuff. And they didn't wash nothing off. Why? Come on, man. <laughs> You guys got to know that this is game. I've only known a few women that have jumped in the shower and say, let me jump in the shower real quick. And thus, I said she has another appointment after me. Some women don't care about washing themselves off and they will let you hit and follow up somebody else. But it's just what it is. This is just how they work. This is called investigating you way before you even think of running any masculine frame or game on her. You got to give credit where credit is due. Now, if you have a dating coach that is not telling you any of this stuff or they say, don't worry about this, or they're not, they're trying to tell you how to get over on this. Trust me, you don't have enough time in the day to try to counter women's intuitive investigating skill. You have no guys. They live for this. I don't know if you know, I said this before. They live to do shit like this. They go up, they stay up late thinking about this stuff. They talk to their friends thinking about this stuff. They've been thinking about this shit in third grade. They've been reading books, Nancy Drew, since they were young as hell. They get married. They sit at work thinking about this shit. And you, you just thinking about yourself. Doity, doity, doity. And you call your dating coach. How do I hold masculine frame real quick? This is why you're always on the defensive as a man because you never give women credit. Some men are so arrogant as to never give women credit for the work and the efforts that they do against you. You always act like you're better than them. And that's arrogance. That pride is going to come before the fall. That pride, that fall is going to come. It's going to hit your ass hard. You better give credit where credit is due. They've already watched too many Hallmark films for you to get over on them. And every now and then you'll get over on a few. But they've seen enough Dateline, enough murder mysteries, enough Nancy Drew, enough romance novels. They seen Sleeping with the Enemy. They seen Hand That Rock the Cradle. They seen all of that shit. And they took notes. It's to our detriment to believe that these people are inferior creatures when it comes to this. You better take note. You better give credit where credit is due. And you better protect yourself against this. Or you're going to be played like a fool. Okay? And dudes always think, well, I could talk my way out of it. Okay. Only the dudes that support you are going to listen to you talk yourself out of it. Nobody else will. The people who don't support you ain't listening to shit. Know that, and that's called the court of public opinion. That's an advantage women know that they have. Now, run game if you will, but trust me. Yeah, Lifetime, they didn't see all the damn movies. And they seen all that shit and they're ready for you. By the way, they live for this. You don't. You just live to book. You just live to get between her legs. She lives for all of the rest of the stuff that I talked about. She lives for it.
when she's doing work at her job, at her desk, she's multitasking. She's also investigating you at the same moment and texting you and gathering intel. Do you understand? You guys don't understand this. You guys think your guys got that shit figured out. You better be on the defense, not out here trying to push her with your strength and your faux masculinity. Your faux masculinity can be taken apart real quick by simp enforcers, police agencies, CPS, child support, the family court judges, the bailiff, everybody, her boyfriend or ex-boyfriends or future boyfriends, the court of public opinion. Yeah, they got mad advantages out here. And this is not to say be scared of them, but acknowledge the advantage so that you can be a better man out here. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, let me get to all of these uh, sponsorships. Stay on defense. Um, I, I will say I'm not trying to call out people in the manosphere or all that stuff, but you know, uh, there, are, there, you know, the Andrew Tate situation was prime example of that. For a short period of time, he got exposed, kind of caught up in that shit too, and then he had to go explain it away, and only his supporters know this. And guess what? Even though he explained it away, and the supporters were like, "Oh, that makes sense," they still use that shit against him. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you got to go back in every comment section in which they used, oh, well, no, no. Well, well, what happened was, dude, let me tell you something. Nobody cares. Well, what ha happened was only your supporters in the small, you'll realize how small of supporters you really have. Nobody cares what ha happened was. Please understand that. I'll just explain it away and do an eight hour live stream. Who cares? <laughs> Nobody gives a damn. Nobody got time for that shit. If I don't like you, I'm going to figure that shit out. And I'm more likely to trust the woman as, a, as an instinct. We're more likely to trust what she says that happens than you. And why? Because they have more detail. Women have way more detail and information than you do. When they want to present their case, they will have screenshots. They will have your DNA. They will have your first, middle, and last name. They will have the birthmarks on your balls. They will have all of it. The date. They will have a location. And you won't remember shit. They will be like, what? And you will be like, what day was it? I don't remember I had the hoe over. Please. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And it will have. they will have a digital footprint. They will have the location marked on their location. They will drop the pin. They will have your picture. Bruh. You better be on defense. Blood type, yes. <laughs> you better know what's up, man, how to play this thing. We got a, another co-sponsorship. Let's do them all right here. I'm rich, bitch. No government ain't been ninja watching for a while. He says, I'm glad I can contribute. Shout out to the coach gang. Take me out with the... What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? He says, we own Minch Gumpert's head for 2023. Cheers. And this is from, we call him DXDXX underscore 22. Indeed. And if anybody says I'm lying, or if any of you masculine frame oriented men want to tell me how to get over on all this, I would love a very thorough explanation of every single one of these breakdowns so you can show men how long the game is. All you're going to do is prove me right. You're not going to prove me wrong. You're going to do an eight-hour episode as to why I was right on how to get over on these women. And then thus, you'll prove that I'm right. Every time people try to think they're proving me wrong, you're going to end up proving me right because the guy got to jump through all of this shit, spend time, a resource to try to 
try to equalize on this woman. You're going to prove me right. <laughs> You're going to prove me right, sir. No, coach. See, all you have to do is eight hours later in the video. Ain't nobody listen to that bullshit. <laughs> ain't nobody listen to that bullshit. You're going to prove me right as to why it takes considerable amount of resources, time to defeat this shit. I tell you, be on the defense. That's your time equalizer. Shit. You can't avoid this shit, man. It ain't, you can't avoid it. It ain't going away. <laughs> All right, anyway. On one damn woman, you're going to spend all this time and resources trying to figure out how to hold frame against everything that I presented, all this truth. You're just going to prove me right. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. Dude, I forgot about the term don't burn bread on yourself. Wow. You threw it back with that one. Shout out to you. You must be a boomer. All right. You definitely an old man if you know the phrase don't burn bread on yourself. Yes. That was, I learned that from my mother. And that's some old school Midwestern, probably Chicago shit right there. All right. Ty says, I'm confused to how women can have multiple baby daddies, but the men are the villains. You can't win. You can't Thanks, win. coach. I'm giving y'all game right there. The women intentionally sought that man out, targeted him, and allowed herself to get pregnant by that guy. What you learn about women and what, what's real is, is two different things. How can a woman have a baby by a man that has five baby mothers? She volunteered for that shit. <laughs> There's no explanation. That's called a volunteer. That's called polygyny. That's Paul. That's called multiple partners. That's called multiple partners for one woman. All right. Hey, Dev says, Dev says, had to get in on this. Mary Xmas coach. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. Oh, I need money says watch bullet train. Damsel in distress is greater than body armor. Damsel in distress is a great information gatherer for women. How many times have you seen the damsel in distress be employed against you early on in the dating process? I'm going to give you two examples. Example number one, when you're first starting the date, she's either going to get in an auto wreck, her flat tire on the freeway, or some shit like that where she just exposed out in the open or she's got to go to family court and her baby daddy's going to be there and she wants you to go. Automatic. That's a damsel in distress. She's going to use that to see how serious you are about her. That's information gathering. Will you drop everything to go get her? Will you put her above everything else? I'm 40 minutes away. I need you to come away over here and fix this flat tire. That's information gathering. How, how important am I to you? Now, the next thing will happen is when you get into the commitment process, she'll get laid off her job or she'll lose her enthusiasm about work. Oh, I got laid off. I lost my job. Are you going to support her? Information gathering, okay? Anyway, damsel in distress is a tactic used to see. Oh, I'm scared tonight. Oh, my God, my roommate's not here. Could you come over and watch this? Uh, uh, we could come over and watch movies and cuddles. C come over, come over, come over. I feel scared. I watched a scary movie. Damsel in distress. This is all stuff. Yeah, there's a creepy neighbor. He's been peeking in my window. My baby daddy been threatening me. Come over and spend the night. All you're thinking about is clap cheeks. Now, you don't realize you can catch a bullet over this shit, or you can get beat up, confrontation. You'll put yourself right in the middle because you want to clap cheeks. 
what I do is say, oh, it looks, looks like you got a reckless situation. You're irresponsible with your life. You don't have AAA. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't need to drive 40 minutes to you when you got AAA. Or call the police if your baby daddy knocking at your door. I ain't going to be there. Call the freaking police. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, bitch. But at yeah, that bitch. point, she's now put you in a certain category in relevance to importance, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, damsel in distress. We got, uh, we'll call you Christopher. Women are better spies than Paul Whelan. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other thing. But yes, they're superb spies. Superb. Did I get, oh, I got somebody requesting money. Maybe that's what that is. Okay, I got somebody requesting some money. What the hell's wrong with y'all? All right, anyway, somebody needed a Christmas gift. Let it, but you're not a lady, man. There's nothing I can do. Uh, sorry, sir. Okay. Oh, I got to pay somebody before Christmas. Okay, my bad, brother. All right. Uh, wow, we got a bunch of, um, I'm going to do PayPal and Super Chat same time. Oh, why did I do this? Did I lose Super Chats? I did, so I'm going to have to pull up. So I'll come back. I think I lost some, so I'll go backwards. Uh, let me see here. Stormy says, hey, Merry Christmas, old man. Did you know that the 25th of December is an anti-cheese birthday? Give me the NWO. New, 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 new world if you only knew, Brown 310 in the building. Thank you for being here again. Shout out to Hashim. Also says, facts, coach. Anybody want to say this is lies that I told you? Kodak White says, coach, tell me how my op pulled out last minute. Now I got to fight another. Oh, you, this is the guy that was going to box. Okay, he pulled out last minute. Now I got to find another opponent tonight. Shaking my head. This don't face nobody. Let's get this dub. Yes, indeed. CGA for life. Okay, man, man. Good luck with your fight today. Having an opponent that you don't know is interesting, but we got your back. Report next week. Be real mahogany. They're all spies and Lucifer is the recruiting officer. The devil is in the details. I got quite a few PayPal, so I'm going to see if I, you know, I might have to go this direction. Um, SAU says, no more XXs in my world anymore. Never had more money and free time in my life. That is definitely a benefit of the free agent lifestyle. I got to find some other super chats because I refreshed the screen and lost them, but I didn't lose them for good. I'll find them. Be careful. Uh, don't worry. He says, I don't use my sombrero anymore, coach, and don't drink until blackout. All of a sudden, I'm not Mexican anymore, according to some people. Yeah, he called them dumbasses. Yeah, as soon as you don't do that, they move the goalposts. Why do people want to take your race and ethnicity for you for not participating in something they would? It's sad. Acido Rusco, that study is wild. It's true. I've seen ninjas who are stressed with even if he has six feet, the six sixes or whatever. Yes, that man is called down bad. Not to say that he's not getting enjoyment, but, you know, there is something to be said about a guy that will parade around with that person. He must really love her. Kalen says, what's up, coach? I was just thinking, while men didn't create monogamy, men did all, wait. I'm sorry. I was thinking that while men did create monogamy, men did so for the overall society, monogamy benefits women as well as at the biological sexual expense of men. The top guys have all the women. I'm sorry, I'm butchering this. The top guys having all the women 
won't populate society alone and women will never get the chance of being the one and only girl with the top tier man just food for thought yes that's definitely that's definitely evolution basic evolutionary uh stuff on that sizzo my lips are chapped sizzo says my nomination for cup of the year goes to none other than emmy yudoka biggest bag fumble ever other than Prince Harry, 12 cents of Cheesemus, let's go. Who do you think will be the number one? Because we're going to do them in order of simping. Who do you think should be the number one? You'll see that tomorrow revealed tomorrow, Christmas Eve. Uh, uh, Jay Cool, coach, I just finished a three-mile walk in negative two degree Fahrenheit, and it feels like the uh, temperatures, heavy snow and high winds, as well as listening to your stream. I just can't sit around. I need to be productive, confident, masculine, strong, and or basically being a man. Thanks for the inspiration throughout the year and Merry Christmas. Okay, we got some steep, shout out to you, by the way. I'm not walking in negative two degrees, but you're a tough man. You're a tough man. Um, By the way, we got some steep, steep competition for Simp of the Year. We had some men doing some all-out simping. Even Deion Sanders bringing Brittany Renner to the thing. That could be considered simping. You got Will Smith sticking up for you-know-who out there. You got Russell Wilson, who's always a contestant. You got Prince Harry. You got Amy Yadoka. You got the dude TJ Holmes. You got a whole bunch of brothers, man. Who do you think going to be in it, man? Yo. Kanye West. Or is Kanye West on the, you know, and oh, by the way, by the way, you can vote for this this afternoon on Locals, and it's going to be, you can show up there. I think you can just create an account. It's not going to be for the supporters only, but we're going to allow you to vote on Locals for who's going to be the simp of the year. The Locals people get to vote on this one. This is not just going to be my opinion. Okay. Uh, we got Call Me XK. He said, Good day, coach. You might be considered shrewd, no ish talk, no ish taker, or whatever else they may call you. But this space you and the manosphere have created for men in general is second to none. I continue to learn so much and is the only space where my thoughts are free. And I am certainly not crazy. We all realize that we weren't crazy when we had these thoughts together. Maybe everybody else thinks we are. He says, I pray that the sky daddy breathes more life into you. I'll need it to protect you and the things you love. Thank you. Also, is it just me, or is it the only bare naked glutes? Wait, is it that uh, the only bare naked glutes I see on the screen are BW glutes? Mm. As a melanated brother, it's not sexy anymore, but leaning towards that, the embarrassing category, especially if most of your friends are not melanated. Shaking my head. Hashtag CGA. Hashtag Peace, Quiet, and Freedom. Hashtag Free Agent Lifestyle. This... So, um, guys, we have a steep history of women being uh, typically, typically black women have been used as the, their body has been used to, uh, to purely as sexualizing, purely as sexualizing, right? I've taken a, court, a college course on this as well, in which some of the teachers have been told. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an example. If you look at sex scenes in movies, Typically, let's start uh, movies before the year 2000. Later on, it kind of changed. But movie scenes around the year 2000 and before. If you look at sex scenes where whites are pictured, and I've done the research on it, this applies like 80% of the time. If whites are featured in the sex scene, 
more than likely, not prawn, more than likely they're in the sheets and the lights are off or the lights are dimmed. This can be seen in, um, this could be seen in basic, not basic instinct. Um, God dang it. Uh, sleeping with the enemy and so forth and so on. But in black movies, the lights are typically on bright and there's not a lot of clothing and stuff like that. Like, let, let, let me just say this. Like the, the scene will end and all you'll see is the people, oh, they'll fall back in bed and it'll be white people and they'll have the sheets pulled up and the lights will be somewhat dim. But in the black movie, it's, you know, it's somewhat of an overt, overly sex scene, right? So, yeah, baby boy is an example. Baby boy. So these are things that people have studied. Believe me, they studied them. You'll be surprised. And they've written books about it. And they talk about, in particular, this is why the black woman is seen overtly as a sexual entity. First, objectified heavily. And this stems back to, if you want to take it back to the plantations, sexual as well. So they have always had their guard, the guard or the the the, the measuring stick for sexuality for their bodies have most of the time in public been used of course you could say with white women but you had to go through playboy magazine and get to the middle of the damn section before you seen her little itty bitty titty committee body out there where black women the big you know the big titty the big booty has always been a part of their imagery and thus even today it's the same and it ain't even enough to have a real booty you got to get a fake booty and put that out there boy this is overwhelmingly the message in the direction our country has been in <laughs> all right anyway that was a long explanation to say that and we got a couple more paypals and a couple more super chats shout out to miles c in the building shout out to the coach gang no one can refute your talking points because you're called you've called out everything uh we've been through as a man to a t exposing human nature which can never be trusted a uh which can never be trusted 100 percent. listen up fellas Yes, and this isn't said to be demeaning women or put men ahead of women. What I do is say human nature is human nature. And I also I also provided evidence, a survey, data. I always provide things that back me up. People's experiences, my own experiences many times. And it's undeniable. The things that people didn't argue against me are just fantasy. It can't be proven. They can't even prove it. Like somebody says, well, this is how you do this. And then I say, prove it. Let me see you counteract this in real time, a.k.a. show me receipts, a.k.a. show me that game, a.k.a. show me your good marriage, a.k.a. show me you have your wife in check. See, these are the things that they can't do. Show me you've actually penetrated a Generation Z woman instead of talking about it. Show me you can have sex with your wife. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying. All y'all going to do is give me uh, just a bunch of theory and abba daba daba and all that. No, 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 no. Yeah, Callie West said Monster Ball was another example of that overtly use of a black sexual woman in bright lights, very hardcore, very, and she almost won an Academy Award for it. So I, I'm, it's, it doesn't always pan out that way, but this is what we know. Sexual, uh, the black woman is purely, purely the greatest sexualized woman in the history of, of, um, um, of America, of America's history. And then black men follow second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
By the way, that scene on Monster Ball, I'm convinced they was doing it. I'm convinced. Oh, she won the Academy Award. Oh, she won it. Okay. She won the Academy Award, and that was her character. I don't know what the rest of the movie was, so she won it. And then, yes, twerking. Twerking is another example of this overtly characteristic of the black sexual woman's body. Twerking. And then white women do it. It is considered funny. Right. It's considered, oh, that's cute because white women do it and they're smiling and they're kind of joking. They'll do it for like three seconds and be ah. and then you think it's cute. You're like, oh, look at her. And she ain't shaking much. So you might say she got pancake. So it's kind of dismissed when white women do it. When black women do it, she's serious. Her face is serious. She's very she's very rarely smiling. She's looking like she's mimicking actual bedroom activity it's what is it's perceived way differently and not only that she's way more curvaceous and a lot of things are moving and it's like whoa to a lot of people it's, it's like whoa holy mackerel look at all that wiggle and jiggle look at all that wagon she dragging look at all them fries with that shake so anyway and it's perceived as low class when they do it why because they have a lower expectation to meet they're just seeing as just Megan the Stallion, Cardi B. Like, just go down the line. This history is steeped in history. Steeped in history. Okay. All right. I think I got everybody on PayPal unless somebody's uh unless somebody's donated since SAU. And I think they have. I'm almost to the last super chats. Okay. Oh, uh, the whole WAP song, the whole I like big butts, and I can't not lie. Guys, this is what it is. It is what it is. And I think, you know, uh, instead of black women fighting it, they've actually um, done more to to capitalize on it. And they also have competition now. So the body types that were overly emphasized as successful to be able to objectify themselves. Now you see whites, Latinas, Middle Easterns able to duplicate that. And then thus, now those women don't seem as low class when they do it. That's the disadvantage that the BW has because then when the other race of women mimic it or they're just a little bit thicker and they are able to say, well, I'm a thick white woman. I didn't do good in the suburbs, but I'll do good for this generation of people. Right. Then they are able to mimic it and then capitalize on it. And then black women still left out. Right. Mm. It's a bad thing. And of course, they got they're the only ones that can fix it. I can't tell them how to fix this. But I can't also not tell you to not uh, capitalize on it. So if you want to start an OnlyFans and be a booty model, you got to do what you got to do. Uh, just like Brittany Renner said, you're going to end up regretting it later. You're going to make some money. I know Cardi B is Dominican, uh, so me no black poppy. I know. <laughs> Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, y'all ninjas too. All right, so let's not stop. Let's cut the bullshit. All right, me no black poppy. Me no black. All right, uh, Jesus Rivera says, Coachy. I got a little warm embrace from my gordita furnace. To wrap you in my warm embrace. And I make it last forever, yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. Okay, SAU. Uh, Cardi B basically just made herself a black woman and everybody just went with it. So did bad Barbie or bad baby, whatever the hero name is. They just like, we just going to be a black woman. I mean, and not only that rainbow men made themselves black women. And so, so did trans people. They just made themselves. They said, okay, what are black women doing? And they copied it to a T. 
And they out there making money. Meanwhile, sisters out here struggling and straggling, taking the negative aspects of their stereotype and they can't shake it. But then when you look at rainbow men, men who cross dress, trans men, uh, Car uh, Cardi B, back, back, they somehow making tons of money. White chicks, Coco, Coco. Um, who was the chick that um, Coco Ice T's girl? They they somehow being able to parlay that into wealth and marriage. Black women, nah. Like y'all got to figure that out. Hey, that that's just me. I'm telling y'all the truth. Y'all figure out how to correct it. But they seem to be taking qualities that you're known for and then monetizing it. You, on the other hand, get kept in the ghetto for it. Do you though, boo? Do you do? Uh, Amber Rose, Amber Rose, same thing. Oh boy. All right, SAU says, Coach, what's the schedule of the stream for the weekend and for the next week in the new year? I'm working on it. I'm working on it, but tomorrow we'll be back in here, 9 o'clock, 9 a.m. Western time. Okay, I need to find the other Super Chats because I'll refresh my screen. So I want to make sure I give credit where credit is due. And if you're on your way out, hit the like button on the way out. By the way, there's this black, there's this woman, I think she's an older black woman. She has a firearm channel and she's do her booty is huge, right? And it, and and they get her where she's using um you know AR15s and AR10s and all this stuff, and she's down in sniper position, but her butt is in the video, <laughs> right? And so she's wearing tights, and she's like, this woman is like 50 years old. She almost got a million followers. I don't think she's fully monetized because I know firearm videos aren't monetized, but they her thumbnails are off the chain, brother. Yeah, the light skin one. Yo, I saw that shit. I was like, holy moly. Yeah, Iggy Azalea is another one. Yeah, look, all the brothers seen it. All the brothers have seen it. Yep, Yoki. I just saw it probably like two days ago. And you know I've been looking at the videos. Yoki. Look, people Googling right now. I was like, what? Oh, my God. She's Oh, she's 41? She, she looked 51. Anyway, we all seen it. We all seen it do her butt. Oh, she has a BBL. That thing is unbelievable in the thumbnails. And I'm like, they demonetizing me like crazy. Jesus Christ. I can't win around here, bro. You can't win. 2D Universe. Shout out to, oh, Romeo Miller. He should definitely be on the list. He says, shout out to Romeo Miller. I decided to spend a little extra on my father this Christmas because dads aren't appreciated enough. Thank you for that one. Yeah, shout out to Romeo. Frodo Bagham Young, Merry Christmas, Coach. Here's a little something for entertaining us the whole time. It sucks that some content creators dish you for getting the bag while educating us, but it is what it is. And, yes, I can't be concerned with them anymore. Bob says, um, let me see here. It says, can you show the study? Show me the study. I wasn't able to find it for the, any research from the American Bureau Census. 85% of baby mothers or black men have kids I know you've been talking about that. I haven't seen that. He says 85% of black men have kids by the age of 49. Anybody want to dispute that? Okay. Mike Hawk says these, those ninjas are from the, are, are from the Nick Cannon community and trying to repopulate the earth. Trying to repopulate the earth. Able, and by the way, if you find that study that he's saying, suggesting, put it on locals. That's where I find all the stuff. Okay. Abel returns to eating. Dear coach, additionally, if your mother was heavy, then a man. If your mom was heavy, then a man will tend to choose heavier women, just like black men who have white mothers tend to date white women. 
interesting fact. So if you look at that, I, I find that to be true. I find that to be somewhat true. Yes, you'll be more likely to accept it, right? You're like, you could be a good woman and be big. That's interesting. They bit from last night, men, wait, from last night, men need fight club, not therapy. Yeah, the world ain't ready for that. Enigma says 100% right about the big house. Now she wants half of it. Listen, gentlemen, about real estate. But my 60-hour week caused the divorce. He says makes no sense. Better off a bachelor in renting. Respect passing on the info bachelor at 50. Yeah, nobody wants to talk about that part. They just want to prove me wrong. Well, no, no, no. no. Sometimes when you get bigger, bigger house and you're married, that's just going to be kindling for the divorce or it's going to be War of the Roses. You're just going to be in separate bedrooms. You're going to be sleeping in the office. She's going to be sleeping in the master. Okay. All right. It, it, dude, that's overwhelmingly true. I, that's true way more than people just sleeping in the same bedroom, cuddling up. Okay. I've seen it with my own eyes. All right. So have your feelings of what it is. It is what it is. Or it's going to get chopped up and divided into divorce. Or you're going to have to sell it. Or she's going to live it in and you're going to pay the mortgage. Or she'll live in it and take over the mortgage. Look. Soldier for God, no woman on this earth is biologically capable of meeting one man's needs. Okay, so I got down to the remember. Okay, I got down to the end of those. And then let me check one more thing. Okay, Henry Resilient says, I'm going live tonight at 10 p.m. talking about the JDF and my divorce. Any advice? Is this your first live stream? Yeah, you're going to be nervous. But uh, hopefully you get a good audience. Go to Henry Resilient's channel. He's the one going through a crazy, crazy divorce. So 10 p.m., Go to his channel and check in on his live. Let's go, man. He's going to be able to provide you a lot of information. I think I think Henry Resilient is going to be one of the next big names. And I'm not just saying that because he's a supporter. I'm saying that because what he knows. He knows shit that you don't know. Similar to me. he I know stuff you don't know. He knows stuff that you don't know. So he's going to be dropping some pills on your head. He's going to be dropping names on your head, information on your head. And you're going to be like, I didn't think about that. I think he's going to be that if he stays consistent because, I mean, we got the info. We got the info. And, uh, ladies, I just want to send you out with this. Happy Merry Christmas. And if you need a little bit of gift money, come see Coach. Um, I'll see you after class. But uh, I will remind you, as the more times you take men to court, the more times you try to alienate them, the more times you use information or use kids against them, we're now gathering data now, too. And we are not only gathering this data, we're learning how the law works. We're learning what to anticipate. And then we also can share this information now when 20 years ago, it, we would be a simp for sharing it. We would actually lose masculine points for sharing it. There's no more of that. We can share it now. So the more of this garbage that you do against men is now being exposed. What come, What's in the dark will come to light. And now we're able to share this information with more and more men. And of course, least likely, Least likely men will likely to marry you or procreate with you as a result. There's always an adjustment to me be made. And not only that, we're putting dating coaches out of business and they need to go ahead and be put out of business because they're perpetrating the fraud many times and they're misleading men as to the correction of their life is through women. We teach you the correction of your life is through yourself. It is not for the validation or the pleasures of women. It is for the validations and pleasures of you. You treat yourself and as a result, you can have all the dessert you want out here. You can head to the junior college, drop your discretionary income on them, and then keep bouncing about life. And that's what we do around here. Stay fit, stay strong, and stay healthy. We're going to see you next year if you miss tomorrow's show. Not next year, next week.
But until then, Merry Christmas and thank you for the support this year. All right. Shout out to the coach gang and we skedaddling out of here, man. Let's let Kaylee tell you how it works. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always throwing fits. I like being single. No, I've never been cuffed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying.